Hello everyone, how's it going? And welcome back to the Kill Connor Club podcast, episode 94. I'm one of your hosts, James, and I'm joined, as always, by Tyler. As always, how's it going, my friend? Going pretty good. How are you? You know, pretty pretty bloody good, you know? Getting, getting through it. That's great. Can't complain. Can't complain. Um, now, we were supposed to, before we get any further, have Brett on today, Uber Central. We were. Uh, supposed to be pre-recorded. Um, we got together on Thursday to organize it half an hour before I was like, James, yeah, recording in 30. You're like, yeah, 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 recording in 30. I get there to the Skype call. Brett's there. No, James, no, James. I send him a message. Brett sends him a message. 15 minutes goes by and I know something's up. And then by 30 minutes, I've gone to the discord and asked where's James been, blah, blah, blah. But I knew you fell asleep. I knew what had happened oh. because I called you and you didn't answer. I messaged you. You don't just disappear. I was like, you're falling asleep. That is 99% yeah. what's happening. Well, it was either or I you've fall died. asleep or I died. Yeah, it was <laughs> one of the two. And I would have been better off if you'd died. Yeah. That's a real <laughs> yeah. excuse. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so it's the only chance we could all get together because I've, you know, with work and stuff, I couldn't record at a time that worked for Brett later in the week. So I just, after about 45 minutes, I just go to Brett and look, man, we'll do this another time. Not going to happen this week. Yeah. He was like, yeah, fair enough. All good. No worries. And that was it. And all your fault, James. Yeah. All your fault. Yeah, I'm sorry, everyone. So that's why we're live. And there's no guests for the fourth podcast in a row. Oh, Unheard of. Oh, what a mistake. Yeah, last year was we got a lot of guests on. This year we've, uh, yeah. And yeah. zero. Sorry about that, we'll everybody. Work on that. Um, but we'll get Brett on in the future. And um, we're getting him on for the next spoiler cast, which will be Captain Marvel. Yes, we will. Absolutely. So, Absolutely so will. Um, cool beans. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, first of all, like the stream. Let us know how the audio is, as James. You said that already? Yeah, you've said that. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and as well, like to thank our Patreon producers for making this show happen. That's Seth King, Richard III, and Josh Devlier. But also to thank a few of the Sweet Vintage lads over at patreon.com forward slash as always. For just $1 a month, you can get access, early access, to the SpoilerCast podcast of the Cinema Room There's on every week that uh, Kill Connor Club isn't on for free or every week the Kill Connor Clubhouse isn't on. A Patreon-exclusive podcast over at patreon.com for slash as always. So just one dollar a month, you get all that content plus bonus material, early access stuff. It's great. Polls for future videos. There's so much you get from it. Merch. It's it's amazing. But to thank as well a few of those we've lads that make it happen, powering the podcast, we have again Seth, King Richard III, Ballsack47, Josh Devlier, Damien, Billy the Team Titan, Mike Captain Robinson, Team Anna Travis, Casey Wood, Tony the Tarbiters, Pasty Genus, Adam Sundling, Alfie Rosell, Smexy Dork, Loomis Strad, Mario 5380, Viridian, Arun Wynn, Ollie the Dane, Brendan Obiku Overlord, Mavjai, Julie, Prudvi Mover, Oscar, Benedict Parker Returns, James and Lad, Connor DeRose, Bully in the Alley, Gene, Son of a Bitch, OG Adogo, Goddammit Glenn, Furious Coco, The ACMJS, Delta R Rodriguez, Kyle, Estros, Kyle Marvel, Marcus Blackburn, Emil Catborg, Joshua Mora, David Bindis, Slater is a Grub, Bo Damon, Lamp, Yason, Joe the Sexy Boy Smith, Elstico91, Hbart's 12, I Got Lumbago, The Real Jaw Raptor, Alfie Rodbert, Brian Ford, Shields, Big Man Assassin, Fishy, Andrew Martinez, and Pink Flame 313. Thank you, you Sweet Ninjas Lads, for helping power this podcast today. Alrighty, James, um, what's been happening? What's going on? Um, yeah, uh, not much, I don't think. Uh,. Yeah, I'm proud of uh, the Discord crew as well, shaming you yeah. in the chat. <laughs> yeah. All the just shames. That's why I told him. I told him, I'm like, you've got to shame. Yeah, they've all got to shame. Yeah, they've done a good him. job. Uh, it's been happening a, uh, a week. Um, 
A shout out to Mark as well, who gave me props. He's like, that was the smoothest Tony the Tarbiter's pasty dentist I've ever heard. <laughs> We've gotten good at that. I've gotten pretty yeah, good at it. Yeah. Well, he's going to change he it. Tried now. To fu- he's yeah, I know. He tried, to, he tried to fuck us up with it, but now I fucking, yeah. 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 It was smoother than usual. Yeah, I fucking nailed it. We got pretty good at the list. Got pretty good at the list. The new list, yeah. Um, The new list, yeah. I, I kind of like the new list now, to be honest. Yeah, I'm, I'm used, used to, to it. it. I can't remember the old I'm, list. I'm a. F- I can't either. I'm ha- very happy with the list right now. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm not quite ready to let go of Pink Flame three one three being last yet, but no, you know, no, maybe no. one day. He's maybe one day. <clears throat> even if he's not playing, got to stay there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even if he's not pledged. Um, yeah, but what, I mean, what's been going on this week for you? What's what's new? God, I don't know. Um, Have you been looking for looking for houses? Uh, yeah, somewhat. A little bit. Um, but mostly got away until. That's a no. That's uh, a no. no. Well, we kind of have and haven't but we we sort of we i think we sort of know what we're doing but we've just got to wait yeah um and to, because we can't really go any further with it until april um because we've i've got to complete this tax year to get uh because the only yeah, tax ha- return yeah because i've got to have i've got to have two completed tax years um and i have one uh, but the other one is not a full year because it was it was like 2016 and i hadn't officially like set anything up regarding that at that point because uh, i just like come out of school and everything um well like college and so um that is like it's not useful to me it's not going to help so i wouldn't be able to to do anything with it so i've got to wait until april to complete this tax year so i can get both two completed ones and then sort good that out and, and yeah sort, sort everything out and it'll all it'll all look good on a uh, paper then so, so you want a good yeah so you want a good loan interest yeah, line are you yeah, buying yeah. a house or are you renting you want to buy a house buy a house yeah fucking jesus <clears throat> You can't. I don't know. That's not really a thing in Australia for like a fucking twenty-one-year-old. It's not often. It's a, no, it's such not, a rarity. It's to not buy here a house. either. But um, we. Yeah. It. It's you know. As long as like once I get this one sorted in April, we should be all set, and it should be. It should should work out fine. So, uh, I'll keep yeah. everyone updated. Has, has Elva has Elva got a job? Uh, yeah. She starts tomorrow. Oh, that's awesome! Congratulations, Elva. Good luck. Um, that's great. That's so good, mm. man. Well, life's coming together for you. Yeah, it's great. It's beautiful. It's good shit. That's beautiful. Um, no, nice, nice, nice. I this week I bought my plane tickets. Ah, yeah. To the the US and the UK. So in <clears throat> July twentieth, I fly to LA. Mm-hmm. I'll be there for three nights. So I'm gonna try to like <laughs> I don't know what, I, what exactly I'm gonna do. I have a few ideas in my head of what I'd like to do. Some some dream stuff I'd like to do. Mm-hmm. I would like to go. While I'm in the US, do some jujitsu training. I'd love to go to a couple of jujitsu schools, like the most world famous ones, um, mm. are, are around there. So I wouldn't mind seeing what if I could do that. That'd be just like cool. I'm go to the comedy store, see some stand up comedy, um, you know, do stuff like that. Then New York for like six nights, mm-hmm. and seeing John Mayer live in Madison Square Garden, which will be the second time I see him this year because I'm seeing him in Brisbane in March. So my favorite artist. So fucking keen yeah. for that. And right. then on the 28th of July, I fly over to the UK, Great to London, stuff. where hopefully you'll be there to pick me up. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> hopefully I don't fall asleep. This is, this is me asking you, can you pick me up from the airport? Oh, yeah. Sorry, man. No. No, I can't. You're going to have no, to walk. Catch, yeah, you're going to have to catch a train, mate, to Northampton. Yeah. I'll get yeah. Ethan to pick me up. He'll do it. Yeah. No, yeah, of course I will. He's more reliable. He shows up to podcasts, doesn't fall asleep. Oh, <laughs> uh, great. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
so that'll be exciting. That'll be a couple of weeks. So during that time, so anywhere between July 28th and August, I think it's like 10th or 9th, August 9th that I leave. Mm-hmm. So anywhere in that time, um, we'll do some sort of Four Pillars community meetup that we've you know started pre-talks now. Ethan, you and I, George didn't was you know say anything, but yeah. um, yeah, we'll we'll sort it out yeah. something, and then we'll announce it when. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll announce when that's yeah. the thing. But so once once we've got everything sorted, we can put out like yeah announcements, let everyone know what's going on, and see what happens. I mean, beforehand, we really need to sort out you know how many people do we think would show up to community meetups and whatnot, um, because. I mean, we. I don't, I don't really have any fucking idea of how many people would show up. It could be ten. It could be fifty. I don't fucking know. Um, yeah, that's the thing. I, I think out. there'll be at least twenty. Like of just like hardcore. Yeah. Discord, like friends, friends. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. it wouldn't necessarily be like fan. If that's you know what I mean? Like yeah. It it would be. You know, people that are in. Yeah, disc Discord, makes, Discord friends and mods and some sweet vintage lines. People that are friends that I don't know, like these, are, I yeah. won't know anyone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, they'll yeah. all know each other. They'll all be fucking best friends and hang out every weekend. But but I'll show up and be like the odd man out. Be like, oh, I feel like I'm hanging out with other people's friends that I don't know. Yeah, you get to um, meet the community. It'll be great. And everyone's yeah, gonna be terrified because you're the dad, and they'll be like, oh no, oh, yeah. I've got to impress yeah, Tyler. Like... What, if he doesn't, what if he doesn't like me? What if he thinks I'm silly? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> fucking what people say really yeah, no one says it but i feel like that's how people think because it's like when you show up in the yeah. chat everyone stops being normal i'm like what's happened to the chat it's really weird that's why i don't show up because like I show <laughs> is up that why if i get excited but then i like i feel like i'm like if i show up or if i don't show up then people are gonna be normal like i just kind of ruin it i'm a ruiner yeah, they all see you as the authority figure and they don't like it they're scared is it um, the alpha dog <laughs> potentially they're like oh he's gonna ban me from everything and he's gonna hate me i just want to enjoy yeah, I mean, kill connor I... club but if i say anything and tyler sees it maybe he's gonna think i'm an idiot i don't know yeah probably i, I mean i think you're all fucking dumb but <laughs> no i'm just obviously <laughs> you hate all of you you know uh, well, give me your money but i fucking hate all of you yeah it's true um, it's true that's a fact i tell james all the time yeah all the, the time too often specifically fucking like Ethan, fuck, fuck that guy. <laughs> I hate him. Yeah. Don't tell him I said that though. Yeah. Like, no, you know, no, just no. Quiet, just quietly. Just no. the worst. No just the worst. What a shit channel. Yeah. What a shit channel. <laughs> he has like two subs. Like, why do people talk about him? Get the fuck out of here. Was it fishy? Fish can't even spell it right. <laughs> Fucking dyslexic or something. Like, what is wrong with him? Uh, this is all the Tyler's <sighs> pent up rage. He just hates Ethan so much. <laughs> Could you imagine if I actually hated Ethan? Like, I genuinely Secretly like hated pillars, Ethan. But, like, but to, every time we finish a Four Pillars program, I'm like, yeah, dear, you know, see, see you later, bro. And then I go to you, dude, I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I just shit straight up. I'm like, dude, I fucking hate him. Why do we... What the fuck? <laughs> Could you fucking imagine? That's so stupid. That'd be so uh, random. God. That'd be so, <laughs> so funny. So random. Oh... Uh. But anyway, um, yeah. So um, yeah, part, party pooper Tyler. That's me. That's me. Um, what else has been going on? What's new? There's been a lot of news actually in the last couple of weeks. I was worried when I wrote a list. I was like, "Fuck, has anything happened?" A lot's happened. A lot to talk about. No like massive individual topics. Like, oh, we have to talk about that. But a lot, like a lot going on. Mm-hmm. I think which which I like. Um, 
I did want to talk about since to kind of wrap up the last couple, probably the last month, the whole start right. of 2019 has felt like all about Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm-hmm. You know, we've done all our preview podcasts leading up to it. Our podcast, Spoiler Free Review, was the last Kill Connor Club. We did the three-hour cinema room spoiler cast for it. We've done video. Well, you've done a video. I'm about to release one of mine. And then it's kind of, that's it. You know what I mean? The dust mm-hmm. has settled. Um, and I was curious just to kind of finish it off for a while. Where are you f- sitting right now with it? Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, the dust has settled. It's over. Um, that's weird to say. Has your, has your um, feelings changed at all for the game? Uh, no, not really. I think I'm about where I was uh, when we ended the Cinema Room episode. I think, uh, I think I've think i settled on, I feel that Kingdom Hearts 3 is probably my third favourite Kingdom Hearts game. I think it's below uh, one Final Mix and two Final Mix. Um uh in just in terms of its overall where it is um but obviously you know those two two and one final mix are both brilliant games and so is kingdom hearts 3 i think um there's just you know those few things that may be dlcs and final mix as whatever they decide to update in the future could bring and then it could push it up but as and when they come i'll, I'll let everyone know what i think i'll be like oh it's now my favorite or maybe it's, i think it could be pushed up to my second favorite i think it'd take a lot for it to beat kingdom hearts 2 final mix but um where it's at now I, I love kingdom hearts 3 uh i love all of the brilliant story moments despite the issues uh i think the gameplay is fun despite you know the issues with that um and yeah i mean the issues are still there but i still love everything about it uh, and i think it was a great wrap up to the the xehanort saga so looking forward to what comes next perfect yeah i mean my opinion hasn't really changed i i'd probably say it's my <clears throat> favorite of the games to be honest like i i just kind of love it obviously i do agree there are faults to it like it's not it's not for i think it's a masterpiece though like i think it's a i'd say so too yeah it's i think what did you call it a flawed masterpiece something like i think that's a great great way to describe it because i think it's what it does well is so good like so ridiculously good that it outweighs the flaws that it obviously has yeah. To me, just yeah. for me, I may obviously not the same for you, but like for me, I'm like, all the things you said was wrong with. It. I'm like, yeah, I agree, but I loved so much what it did do that I'm like, yeah, I like it. Just kind of, I don't even care those things about those things. Yeah, like what it does so well, it doesn't matter because <clears throat> I thought what it did for story wise was, you know, like it's a top heavy game. In terms of like, it's a normal spread out. I feel like it's a normal spread out story in terms of every other Kingdom Hearts game throughout the main story. But then in the last six hours, they cram everything in. But it's not like something like you'd say, Assassin's Creed 3 left all this story up until the last 10 minutes and then threw it all in and it fucked it. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Like that's yeah. so like all this, all of a sudden you get to the end and like all this shit has to happen and then it just doesn't even do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas in Kingdom Hearts 3, they're like, yeah, we got a lot to cover. Oh well, we'll cover all of it, and however long that takes, it takes, and it's like six hours of heavy yeah. story. You know what I mean? Like they didn't, they didn't cheat their way through any story points. They didn't not do anything. They answered every question, addressed every story arc, and even ones I didn't expect them to. Mm-hmm. Mainly the you know, the app game. I don't think that's a major spoiler to say the app. You know, yeah. the current app game they have. I didn't expect that at all to be addressed, but it was. Um, and I think 
the, the fact that they did that, I can forgive, you know, the fact that maybe like the pacing, yeah, sure, I guess it is a bit odd. But I mean, I kind of consider it just, well, it, it's a normal Kingdom Hearts game. It just had a lot more of an ending to address, so it had to be X long, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, gameplay, like, obviously <clears> I didn't <throat> like the attraction flows and the bosses were pretty easy, probably the easiest yeah. of most of the games in general. But I thought the gameplay was so much fun. The Keyblade forms are so much fun. The Keyblade crafting, the magic, everything was so much fun. And I never got bored of the combat at any point through the entire game. And just being able to fast switch between Keyblades finally, all of those things. And and those few boss battles that were really good, like I thought it still had probably mm-hmm. a couple of the best ones of all time in terms of boss battles, kind of, you know, I can outweigh that stuff. So, yeah, there are flaws. There's quite probably quite a few. Yeah. But I can look past it. <clears throat> Maybe I'd say if... I certainly like Battle of the Kingdom Hearts 2, for me. Um, it worst, it's second to Kingdom Hearts 1, at worst. But, you know, Kingdom Hearts 1's my kind of... You know, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's it's my game. Always has been sort of that, that there for yeah. me, but I'd say it's my favorite one. I'd say it's if I was to give you my top three favorite games of all time, it's God of War, Red Dead Redemption Two, Kingdom Hearts Three. Mm-hmm. If you ask me, I just I I loved everything about it. I loved this. Yeah. I was totally to have all those story arcs, and at the end, I was still somehow satisfied with everything, and it got me most of all. I'm as excited for what comes next as I was for Kingdom Hearts Three. Yeah, and that's pretty cool. Like that's yeah. like clearly that is something right that I'm still. They didn't create some new storyline out of nowhere. It was an organic flow from this 17 years of story to mm. the next chapter, organically. Made sense, yeah, and okay. I'm as invested and excited. Yeah. I think the Kingdom so, Hearts 3, I don't think the... I, I, <clears throat> I mean, like you said, the the flaws, you, you you think that all the good things that it... Ma- the, 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 all the good things it did well means you can overlook the flaws. I don't think that's yeah. the same for me necessarily, but I think that all the flaws don't take away from what it did well. I think that it did everything so... That everything did well, it did so well, and I love all that stuff. Um, and I think that is what makes it the masterpiece because it does so many things that so so many games today couldn't even attempt or you know let alone achieve. Um, and you've got well, well, look at what it does to these Disney worlds. Yeah, exactly. Every, like... It treated every Disney world not just <clears throat> the fact that you treated Disney worlds like oh my god, it's like a Disney movie. It treated every Disney world like they're making an individual game. Yeah, they exactly. made naval fucking gameplay just for a two-hour Disney world of pirates. They made, yeah. you know, this little gameplay mechanics in every single world that is unique to that world only, that is only useful in that world, just so, you know, like, that's just so masterful to me. Games don't do that. Yeah, put yeah. that much effort in where there's like, there's like seven games in this game. Yeah. Yeah, the and only that's... issue with Kingdom Hearts 3 for me is a lot of little things. There's no glaring issues to me. No, other than for sure. some some plot points. I can't you didn't spoil like, it. Which is um, like a, yeah, like a, a major one that we both agreed on, I think is a major glaring plot point that was a yeah. bit fucked. But, I mean, other yeah, than that, sure. I think it's little things. I think it's little bits of pacing, little... I mean, I mean, for people... I mean, there's some gameplay issues I think are more major than others, but I think that as an overall game, there's nothing that's a glaring issue that, that brings it down. I think it's still a masterpiece in the things that it does that no other game could achieve. And it, that is like with the Disney worlds, with... 
tying together 17 years worth of story across you know fucking five platforms of games and all of these side stories tying it all together making it all relevant um and having each of each thing none of it's rushed every everything gets its own time to shine its own time in the spotlight and um yeah i think all of that's great and i don't think that takes it down for being a masterpiece and i think that plenty of the flaws could be ironed out in a final mix because you've got things like in kingdom hearts 2 you know final mix added uh, a few extra cutscenes. it added a bunch of side stuff it, it added like the di- uh, difficulty battles, with critical battles. the boss battles um you know a bunch of stuff different keyblades so you know um we'll just gotta wait and see what they decide to update into kingdom hearts 3 what what they add when it comes to critical mode which the they, are, they and are dlc the so. critical mode's in there isn't it like, oh, that's like yeah like an unfinished critical mode is in the game yeah it looks like they'll definitely patch that in they know it's a staple of the series of course it's going to come oh they 100 percent. those critical mode was, in, yeah. in 0.2 man yeah which is no, the no doubt in my mind game. it was going to come at some point um, but i think they also want to have like a bit like not dlc but just kind of like here's the game <laughs> But, like, here's something to get you back playing it again. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, games do that, and that's not, like, a bad thing. Yeah, it's a very I think, modern thing. In general. You can now update games. Thing. You don't have to resell it as Final Mix. You can just release updates. And eventually, when all that comes out, it's like, here's the Final Mix, quote-unquote, version of when Kingdom pick, Hearts when, when games do, like, the, this is the Game of the Year edition. Yeah, you know what I mean? Edition, like, yeah. They can do Kingdom Hearts yeah. 3 Final Mix, where this is all... Because, I mean, Nomura said he does want to do some big dlc so he wants to do like little bits Did of he dlc say that? yeah he said in an interview before the game came out he wants to do little bits of dlc that's free and he wants to do one big piece of paid dlc and he said it might not be called final mix but that's the sort of plan he wants to do for the game whether he'll do it or not we don't know but um okay. he said that's what he wants um which well, I i'm think sure there'll that... be a final even if it's not like if if anything if everything but that big dlc comes out that's still enough to be like, there's the final mix, you know, to add the side content, to add the boss battles and critical mode. That's all you really need, right? Yeah. And a few balancing, you know, things. But it's not like, like you said, it's not major. Mm. The uh, uh, An added DLC would just kind of be a bonus, right? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it could be, I mean, it's like the way that back in the day you'd have to rebuy, like say like with Fable, Fable came out and then they re-released it as Fable Lost Chapters. So there was a bunch of like little extra missions and quests and things in there and stuff um the same with kingdom hearts they'd release kingdom hearts one and then they release kingdom hearts one final mix which was just another game but it just had a bunch of other stuff in it um but these days you don't have to do do that so they can release a dlc and that can be like you're paying for you know that's then the final mix because if you were to ever get final mix in the past you'd essentially be buying a whole new game so you know buying a dlc these days for to complete the game and make it a final mix kind of it's kind of like the equivalent yeah, well, do you think something like, for example, when it, when Nomura's coming up with, he's saying, I want a massive DLC. Did he use the word massive? He said, I don't know, just just like the word, like, Large a, scale. like a big a big one. Like, I don't know the do you exact think, word. So let's, I'll give you an example. Like, Kingdom Hearts 1, to me, has Chain of Memories, which is like the second part to it. Like, it came out on Game Boy like the year after Kingdom Hearts 1. Like, it's kind of like a connected part do you think instead of doing these side games and side consoles he's gonna treat it like that no. where it would be like no I don't you don't think so because he's, well, he what also would, what said what would be the dlc like what would he add to that like it doesn't um, make sense. i just don't know what kingdom hearts can do dlc wise because it's a contained story yeah i mean there's 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 things like i mean i guess 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know. But but he has said that right, he doesn't want to do like expansions and episodes and additions and things to games. He'd rather just work on the next game and get a game out Good. than working on DLC. Perfect. So if it's DLC, I guess it would have to be something that complements and weaves its way into Kingdom Hearts 3 rather than being something that's like set after or something like that. I feel like it's got to be something that fits with what's already there. Um, what they could, whether it's, I mean, I mean, when he says, like, I want to do a big DLC, does that mean he wants to add, like, another Disney World? I don't... I feel like that... Mm, I feel like that would be unnecessary. Um, yeah, I agree. Weird, uh, yeah. If it's anything, probably some sort of original world or Well, well do you, I was about to say, like would that. Radiant Garden DLC, would that be something you'd really enjoy? That and, like, Leon and Fear in it and stuff? I, that would be perfect. If, the, if that was what they decided to add, which was just... Because, you know, games add expansion all the time where it's an extra area of, like, the map if it's an open world game. But it's, it's like, a, like a Leon story. and Yuffie sort of, like, they have their own thing they want you to do on Radiant Garden. That and it's be... just set during Kingdom Hearts 3. It's, yeah. But it doesn't, like, really affect the story at all. Yeah. It's just its own thing that happens. I'd love that. If, 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 if Radiant Garden, then, yeah, it was like, here's Radiant Garden as a world. It makes You've sense. Got, like, some hub areas you've got, you get to complete uh, Cloud Story, you get Leon, Yuffie, Aerith all together sid and everyone they're all there um and that's the story of the world is completing all that final fantasy stuff you know you could have some heartless stuff some issue with heartless um that's just set at some point in the game um when obviously when riku and mickey aren't there otherwise that would complicate things but you could put that in and then you've got then you've got room where that that is the area where you could i mean maybe not because maybe the free updates would add things like data organization bosses and stuff like that but um yeah because you couldn't put that in with that but you know then you've got yeah maybe i I assume if they ever add data organization that'd probably be twilight town you access that from same way it was in radiant garden in kingdom hearts 2 um but i assume like data organization uh, a bunch of secret bosses and stuff like that will be free updates um the same with like critical mode um but this big dlc looks like it's going to be have to be like a separate thing with its own little contained story and that's just like a thing that they'll that you'll pay for but um who knows? I mean, people have been saying that the that the secret ending, maybe that's the DLC and not the next game. Um, I don't know about that, though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Either. I just think it would make sense. It would be the thing that would make the most sense. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, I, I will say this. I did want to say this before. The, the moment you finish the last Disney World until the credits roll in Kingdom Hearts 3 is... <clears throat> the best six however long hours it is of yeah. any game I've ever played. I, I can say that. That is so much fun. The story's so perfect. Like, I just think, yeah, like, I can't speak highly enough of Kingdom Hearts 3 to me, you know? I, I, it was everything I wanted. And this is what I say in my review. Like, it was everything I wanted and more, and when I say and more, it's the thing I didn't expect from it was um, the being as excited for what comes next as I was mm. for three. That was like, I didn't expect that. I didn't even, that wasn't a need for me. <clears throat> I just needed this to be good. But it gave yeah. me everything I wanted in this game story-wise story and then gave me something else to look forward to that I'm like, holy shit. So I'll, uh, I'll, I'll say that, that, you know, I'm, I definitely like it better than you like it. But I, we both agree. I think it's a masterpiece in a, in game design in a lot of ways, especially when you compare it to games now. I'm playing Far Cry New Dawn at the moment, bro. Ugh. And you you try to tell me that Kingdom Hearts Three isn't a masterpiece. You know what I mean? Like, and this will sell more copies than Kingdom Hearts Three did. Mm, probably. 
and and like in Far Cry, it's not a bad game, but like is it not it's though? just this this is just it's just it's nothing. It's not great. You know what I mean? Like it's just a uh, average mm, <laughs> game. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's nothing. I would never brag about it. There's nothing it does. <laughs> Imagine that, bragging about Far Cry New Dawn. <laughs> there's literally nothing it does that hasn't been done in a Far Cry game or another game. Where yeah. you know, but that's but that's <clears> what <throat> games are now. Any other game that comes out is like that. Mm. There's not often game changes. We've been lucky the last couple of years to get a few of them. Yeah. But once or twice a year, the last three years, we've gotten one. That's huge. Whereas, like, there's long gaps where it's just the same shit. And they'll sell. They'll be the ones people talk about. They'll be the ones up for game awards. And we're talking about Kingdom Hearts 3 bosses not being hard enough. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, but Kingdom Hearts 3 is still Kingdom Hearts 3. And it's still Kingdom Hearts. And when yeah. I compare it to Far Cry New Dawn, it literally is just an, a, infinitely better in every way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the it's, thing. Like, with... with you, you know a game's good when you, your criticisms all seem nitpicky because, you know, nothing wrong with nitpicking, but you know the game's no. obviously good if you're nitpicking a game because there's no major flaws. Yes. There's no huge things that you can go, look, this makes the game bad or this is really shit. It's like... These are all just tiny little criticisms because every no game's perfect, but you know when you're doing that, you know you've got a really great game, and we don't get many of those these. Actually, we do get a lot of those these days. Recently, we've, we've had really a bunch lucky. of them. We've been really um, lucky, which is great. Most of them come from Sony, um, with their great games. True, but uh, true, and hopefully that continues. Um, you know, hopefully Microsoft can also step up, but I don't know about that one. Uh, who knows? Well, they, well, they have a, they have a few. Microsoft have a few hopes. Do they? And it's not this generation, obviously. It's obviously next generation. Main one for me is Fable. Yeah. That's my that's my big one. I hope so. To be the big surprise, like, saviour. Like, the one people aren't going <clears> to <throat> talk about, but, like, the critics have always kind of... Similar to Kingdom Hearts, critics have never really liked Fable. Yeah. People just... I feel like people don't get it. I yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, so, I... I I am very much looking forward to it because I think it'll do really well. Yeah. I think it'll be a really great game, but you know we'll see. You know we'll we'll see what happens. But do but do Microsoft understand Fable? Do we think because I, I think mean, they've given it to a team that understands good game design, yeah. and they've given them a model that they that they um, need, which is Horizon Zero Dawn. That's what they said. Yeah, that's what well, they said. They said make it Horizon Zero Dawn. Let's hope it's not a, not an Assassin's Creed situation where they full on copy. I don't think so, man. Like it's it. I don't think so. I don't think so because it's you can't with with Fable because it's it's you know uh, well, that's not Fable. One day we would say you know you can't do that with Assassin's Creed because it's Assassin's Creed and look what they fucking did. Um, yeah, but Ubisoft and Microsoft are different, and and yeah, I do but, think Microsoft are better. There's more pressure on them. I think there's I think Microsoft there's more are better, pressure on them better, to do well um, because they're financially got more competition, whereas yeah. Ubisoft is selling a lot of copies of them in spite of them being shit. Yeah, Microsoft also has people, to sell their console. Um, yeah, they want to sell the console, and they're dealing with Sony that's doing so well. Yeah. So, so Ubisoft aren't trying to compete with Horizon Zero Dawn. They're not trying to compete with, uh, you know what I mean? Like they're not trying to compete with Sony. Yeah. Microsoft are. Ah, they're trying. They're like, we need to have better games than them. Whereas Ubisoft just go, we just need to make what they're making, and it will sell. 
and we'll just yeah. put Assassin's Creed on it, we'll put Far Cry on it, whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, that's I, I hope they can deliver on Fable because I mean, with with the recent news that's come out about Halo, um, it seems like I don't know. Well, if let's talk about that. Doing. Let's talk about that because that's the other hope is Halo Infinite. The other hope is <coughs> Halo Infinite. Oh, but Jesus we've got Christ. some news this yeah. week. Obviously, things have been looking up. So far, things have been looking good, right? Like in the sense of we know it's Master Chief. That's the focus. That's who we're playing as. Yeah. We know that yeah. already. Um, we know that they're going to go with the old art style. Now, like, so there, there are already some things that looked different. Like it looked like they're going for a bit of a bigger scale in terms of missions, a bit more open world-ish. Not like open world game, but like missions are a bit more open. It's not just the linear way. Yeah. But I didn't know that meant they were going RPG. Now, the, do, do you have the article? That's the only thing. Guys, I got every article prep for today, but I didn't get that because I didn't prep the oh, list. No. For, for this. I, I didn't even know there was but an article. I'll get, I, well, oh, the is tweet, it the one yeah, I retweeted? Oh, I didn't read the Yeah, the one you retweeted. Yeah, do you want to do you want to re- read that out? Let's read it yeah, and see if we get all the information. Because I suspect, because people are worried like RPG, they assume that means leveling, all that. So I, I don't necessarily know... It could just be mission choices, uh, which there has been elements of in Halo as well. I, maybe it's, if it's affects story, I've got issues. But if it's just affect kind of like how you play the missions, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like there's mission variety in the what you do, how you do it sort of stuff. Yeah, That's not bad. And it could yeah, be that. Obviously, it but, could be that. But, but would you call that RPG elements? Cause yes. that. Yeah, but that's RPG. But every game ever has had that. It does, that doesn't make it an RPG. Well, they didn't say it's an RPG. They said it has RPG elements. But how is that an RPG, RPG element? That's just a video game element. That's just every video game ever allowing you to choose. Just making it less linear. No, like, I mean more like like drastically affect missions, I guess. Like I don't like that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. All yeah. right, let me... Let's... Three choices, bro. Let's try... Yeah, I mean, it is, but... Also, I don't know. Right, let me just get this up. Uh, let's see here. Microsoft, blah, blah, blah. blah. Uh, okay, let's make sure this is all in frame because I'm going to get it up on stream as well. Yeah. God, every fucking page is a different size. This makes it more complicated. Okay, I think we're all yeah. here. Um, right. Okay, so I've got it up here. So it says, um, Microsoft sort next-gen consoles at E3 2019. Um, oh, it's not a very long article at all. Okay, so it says, so, uh, I'll skip to the bit about Halo. <clears throat> so it says, last year the company teased Halo Infinite, and the title would be... Who's the uh, article by? You probably should credit uh, that as well. Uh, Th- Th- Thorot is the, is the name of the website? I don't know what that is. The Home for Tech is Enthusiasts, the... News, Reviews, and Analysis. It's by Brad Sams. Okay, shout out. From from Thorot. Um, so there you go. Yep. Um, so yeah, so it says, last year the company teased Halo Infinite, the title, uh, and and that title will be la- uh, will be a launch game, fuck me, uh, for the upcoming hardware. Um, with a brand new which, engine. Which we talked about made sense, right? Like that's <laughs> yes. sort of already what we'd guessed. Yeah. Yes, yeah. They're waiting to launch the next yeah. console. Genius idea, exactly what you should do. Yeah. Take as much time as you want, launch it with your next console. You need to, you need to sell that fucking next console. Yeah. Okay. So sorry. It says, sorry for interrupting. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, t- uh, so it says with a with a brand new engine, the team behind the game is trying to make the story adapt to decisions the user makes, and the game may have more role playing game elements than prior version versions of the series. 
that's all it says. The rest then goes on to talk about Game Pass. So that's all we know so far. Um, is may that have the story more role playing elements than mm -hmm. a, than prior. That doesn't really tell me it's <clears throat> level based open. You know, and I don't think that is. I'd, no. I'd if it's RPG leveling open world, it's dead. It's fucked. It's dead. I don't think it's that. It can't be that, right? Like it can't be that. I hope not. I fucking but, hope not. How do you even do that? I mean. But how, how do you... T if they do that, I think it shows to me completely that 343 doesn't know what they're fucking doing and they don't understand Halo at all. Because the point isn't... The point of Halo is always... For me, playing through Halo 1 to 3, the focus was always on the main story and this, you know, this journey of Master Chief. And there's these stories that you play through, but at the same time, you're always learning more about Chief and, you know, what his journey is and all these this overarching narrative that's, that, that, that can be quite background at times, but it's also very there as well. Like, it's very present. It, it always felt like that from Halo 1 to 3. Um, even, even Halo 4, I think, did the campaign well. Halo 5 obviously fucked it, but if, it fuck if they're going down this route of... Uh, if, uh, the game, I mean, the games to me should remain linear. I don't think that... Because if, if even if they go down the route of like a Metro Exodus type type deal where you've got small mini open areas for you to explore and there's main missions you do, you go to this area, you go to this area, you go to this area, you move on to the next mini open area um, it, where you've got little side objectives. So you've got, oh, there might be like a a camp of enemies here or here's a cave where you might get some loot or you know d different things like that that is completely wrong for halo i even think that's wrong i mean it works in metro but also i think that the prior games maybe were better um because i i think that linear worked better for the game that it was um but, but you know going for these it almost feels like you know with metro anyway like a like a a small scale Far Cry, and you've got these different areas to do these, like these these small little open worlds. And I mean, it, could that be what they might do? End up doing with Halo is like you go like the mission is this like mission one is this planet, and then you've got a small area on this planet where you can you might have like a warthog that you drive from. Well, it'll a be to like B. Halo ring. It'll be um, Halo installations. And see, like, is. I don't like that. That doesn't sound right to me. No, I don't, I don't think it'll be... I think I think this game's going to be on one Halo installation. So it might be areas of the installation. You think it'll just be same... In like, different place. environments. Like, there'll be a snow environment. You know what I mean? Like, in Halo 1, there's, you know, there's always... The Halo installations have such different natural environments all over mm -hmm. them. So it'll be like that. So perhaps it's like that. It's not different planets, but it's different, like... There'll be a desert one, uh, you know, foresty areas, and... Yeah. It'll, just, it'll have variety. Yeah, I just feel Halo. If Halo's linear, I feel like it's best when it's linear. I feel that you can make more detail. I, I don't you can tell a more focused you. I'm just story. That's what I think they mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just I hate that. If that's for the, I I hate I hate I don't need any RPG elements. I don't care how small. Yeah, I don't sure. need any of them. I don't understand yeah, why yeah. they can't look at this is what Halo is. Let's do that better rather than let's change that. Why can't you just do that the best way that you can? Just because you fucked up five doesn't mean the formula's wrong. It means you fucked it. Just do it right. Yeah. Why are you then yeah. going, oh, we need to add, you know, you can change the story. Like, what? Why? We don't need that. Yeah. Now, to be fair, in this sense, in this sense, Halo Infinite, <clears throat> Halo 6, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. If it just has all those RPG elements you were saying, you know what I mean? Like, a bit more open world and stuff. Mm -hmm. obviously not what i want 
But if it's all the story's not shit, like literally, it's just not shit, and you only play as Master Chief as a playable character, it is better than five. You know what I mean? I would like, forgive it's still it if the story is good. If if this if they do all this and like I obviously I don't want like leveling up and oh you get new gear so you change Master Chief's armor and it looks different and all of this shit because I feel that oh, Master yeah. Chief's armor is a huge part of who he is. Like I feel if you're changing that, you just fucking you fucked it. But if if you know if there there are these open areas where you've got little you can explore this big open space you can focus on the main story if you want but you could also then if you want you can go and find like weapons in a cave or like you know some some loot somewhere else or like a camp of enemies or stuff like that if that's what they go with but the main story is really good and they nail it and they get master chief exactly right you only play as chief um the story that they do feels right it connects to the other games and everything and that's all great then I would forgive the new direction because I because at least they've got it right. They've got the tone right. They've got the direction right. They've got Master Chief right, and the story's actually interesting and good. Then I would forgive this, and I'd be like, actually, yeah, fuck it, you do whatever you want. But as long as the story fits and it, it's good, yeah, then I, yeah, story's definitely more important to me. Yeah, I think so too. I think yeah, Halo, yeah, that because that was the big issue with five and. I mean, four, oh, the story is horrendous. Yeah, like four the was, worst. Four was well made, but I also not don't just, think not it just was... a shit Halo. Like it's just a shit <laughs> yeah. story in general. Of any five game, is, five if is any dreadful. game came out of that story, terrible, yeah. horrendous in every way. But <clears throat> yeah, like um, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it could it could, it doesn't even, dude. Honestly, it doesn't even have to be good. Like if it's just not shit, it's better than five. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. mean I like it. I was yeah. just like, well, it's still better than five no yeah of course but if it's, it's... Only, you can only go up as long as you've got chief as the main character in the whole game you can literally only go yeah. up yeah um, but what if the, you play as chief for the whole game but chief is just shit and they just fuck him up and he's not yeah, like oh, chief yeah, and you, you you talk to like you can get side quests from these npcs and chief is just talking to these npcs and you have dialogue options oh. and like he's just talking to everyone he's just a fucking loudmouth in this game yeah, uh, <laughs> that would be worse than five, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. That'd oh, be fucking God. weird. That's for sure. I'm gonna ask. I want to ask you now. Um, I might ask you again, but I want to ask you now because I remember I asked you before five came out. Um, yeah. do you think uh Halo Infinite yeah. is gonna be good? Like, do you think it's gonna be good? Do you think it's gonna be bad? Like, what do you? What are your thoughts? Predictions. Right now, I think I'm going to have mixed feelings about it, no matter what. Because uh, I, I, you can't not, with what they've already done. Yeah. I can't I can't just like it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Just based on everything else. Yeah. But I expect to like it more than five, significantly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, do, if you had to gun to my head, what's the most likely outcome? It's, I like every halo other than five better than it yeah you know maybe i'd like it better than four but like i don't expect it to be better than any of the original trilogy and no. we're just talking master chief games like i don't expect it to be better than one two or three mm-hmm. but i expect it to be significantly better than five like i'll come to you and be like look i really love playing as master chief that was great i enjoyed the story a lot more but I did have issues with this story element. I had issues with this RPG. You know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. that's what it'll be. I'll have a mixed review of it. Yeah. I, I, that's what I think. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll wait and see what happens. And then I'll come back to this podcast and I'll make a Twitter video mashing the two together and we'll see what the outcome was. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm less, you know, I got low expectations. So yeah. hopefully I just 
they get blown out to yeah. be totally honest i hope it's good i've been, I've been missing halo it's it's really sad because i fucking loved halo and then you know four was i mean see four, four i mean four's multiplayer was really shit the campaign was i think i don't think it was bad i just think it was very forgettable i it does it didn't stick with me as much as the first three did and and reach i think reach is great as well um there's just something about yeah, four. I, I don't know what it is yeah some pe- a lot of people say that i really enjoyed it really really enjoyed its campaign um again yeah like it's not as good as one or three but i think it's as good as like twos if for different reasons i think two does things better and four does other things better that's just like story mm-hmm. but yeah there's plenty of weird shit in it too, it's definitely but like, a yeah. lot closer to the original trilogy than five is um yeah well it felt like halo like to me yeah i think it yeah. feels like halo as well i don't like the art but style yeah. but um i've never liked this new art it. style to be honest it's always rubbed yeah. me the wrong way but it i mean they got at least they, at least that's one thing that infinite looks like it's doing it's going back to the old art style which is great um yeah. uh even if it's just for chief's armor but you know that was one thing that really <laughs> fucking confused me was i didn't realize when i played halo 4 because i because it was an art style change i thought that while chief was asleep in like the fucking pod i thought he'd upgraded his like cortana like upgraded his armor or something because it doesn't even look the same it's completely different but it's the same it's meant to be the same armor it's so stupid why'd they do that i try not to think about it i just head cannon it's just and i just upgrade his armor or something it was just sitting there ready oh, it's so bizarre so odd but then it's it so rubs me the wrong weird. way when they did the in halo 5 at the start they do a flashback maybe it's halo 4 i forget where they're mm. showing like all the spartan 2s and they're all wearing halo 4 chief i'm like oh no oh no that's not what they're wearing <laughs> that rubbed me the wrong way that was actually something that pissed me off Fucking like, what's no, wrong that, with them? oh yeah, my weird. god sony never would have done this if they had halo that's true um yeah I mean, sony no, never would have made halo either so yeah true um but you know who 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 knows man like it's um still looking forward to it though because we don't know enough it's also not confirmed it's all leaked but i, I trust the leak to be honest so do um, i so do i and it makes it makes a lot of sense yeah makes a lot of sense yeah but it, the, the leak i don't have any said, reasoning though, for you of why i trust the leak i just do yeah i just do as well but the, the leak also said that uh e3 2019 uh, they're going to be talking about the next-gen consoles, which are set to release end of 2020. Um, so, okay. so it looks like Odd. this E3, uh, Microsoft's going to be talking about the next-gen. Maybe that's because they simply have nothing left for this gen, and they're like, look yes, at what else yes. we have. We're doing yeah, and now, things. And, yeah, now now what they should, what you would do if you're doing well, um, like Sony is, is the, and the same thing, you know, Microsoft and Sony both did for this generation of consoles. They announced the E3 and it came out that November. That's how it worked. It came out the same year. Now, Microsoft have already given up on the Xbox One in terms of its catalog of games. Mm-hmm. Not not in terms of its hardware and what they're doing software-wise. Because, yeah. you know, they're stuff. kind of just testing software elements <clears throat> for the next console anyway. Mm-hmm. Game Pass, all that stuff, like you said. Yeah. Now, in terms of games, they have given up. So, all they've got to show game-wise is what's coming next, in my opinion. Yeah, and third-party like stuff. Like, they're ending... But... And third-party stuff. Like, the the end of the Xbox One, it started with Rise, Son of Rome, it's ending with Crackdown 3. Like, that's this console <laughs> for Xbox. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like that's... Oh, that's that? pathetic. Fucking hell, it's... Microsoft. How did you fuck it up? You did so well with the 360. 360 was fucking yeah. brilliant. 
and they yeah. oh god they really yeah, fucked yeah. it yeah yeah they focused too much on <laughs> right yeah, side yeah. of Rome. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough oh crackdown it's, it's, three. It's, oh yeah it's man. tough it's like it's it's like and i'm an xbox guy I'm ro- I'm on Xbox Society. I'm rooting for them. I want them I to beat Sony. Xbox. I want them to I want them to kick Sony's fucking ass. Yeah. I will always be an Xbox guy. I'd love to see them so- do that. But I'm but I'm not a fucking idiot. Sony have destroyed them, rightfully so. And I love Sony, and I've n- had nothing but absolute joy playing their console and all their games. Mm. Love it. Yeah. But I want them to lose. I yeah. want Sony. To- <laughs> I want Microsoft to kick their ass. Yeah, That's I'd love what I to want. see that. That'd be great to see Microsoft make a comeback and just release some fucking great games. Yeah. I hope It'd so. Be beautiful. I really hope so. Yeah. Yeah, I really hope so too. Yeah. So I'm rooting for them and I want to do well. But the reason, yeah, like you said, this 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 E three, they have nothing else. And also, they kinda need to just announce the next console because they need to hype us up. They need to tell us, guys, pay attention to us again, because no one is. They're yeah. they're desperate. They're in desperation mode. They're not doing yeah. Like, I think they've they've been preparing and planning this next generation for a long time in terms of okay, we really have to nail this. Yeah. Or else we're fucked. And then yeah. there won't be a console war, and Sony will get shit because they don't have competition to deal with it. It's like oh, well, we can make whatever we want. Where else are you going to go? We're the only console. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, um, th- that's the thing. Sony have given them a chance as well, this E3, because they're not at E3, because they don't need to be, because they're doing so fucking well. All they've got to do is release their games now. They've got... any Anything Sony's got left, it's coming out this year, early next year, and they're just working on the PlayStation 5 at this point. Um, and yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll sort that out. Maybe end of this year, maybe E3 next year, they'll announce that. Um, so Microsoft's got a chance now, because all Sony's doing is releasing their games. Microsoft's got a chance to to catch up a little bit um you know talk about the next gen how much do you think they're going to talk about the next gen console do you think we'll see it do you think we'll see the name no 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 no, no. oh no, no, no. I, I reckon they'll no i i they may they may just give us a code name mm-hmm. they may just give us a code name. i would you know what i think they'll give us i'd like to think they'd announce the console name but i think they'll just give us a code name they'll announce the name e3 next year maybe they'll call it like this is the like so rather than call, like so this next xbox is basically the next era of xbox do you think they'll have a name for the next era but they won't have a name for the console yet so they'll be they'll like they'll market it as this is the specific project word, no like, like they called project natal nadal or whatever it was for the connect oh Remember that? yeah 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 i think they'll have a i think they'll call it project something yeah, yeah hopefully they'll, it's they'll not like the connect though <laughs> yes no of course could of you course, imagine they try and bring the connect back that's their big marketing oh. thing. At E3, they're like, we're bringing back the Connect. We know how much you loved it, and we've got Fable the Journey 2. Oh, man. That'd be the dream. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. Do you think we'll see the games yeah. on Next Gen at E3? We'll see some yes. actual like, I, footage I of be, Next Generation I'll, games running. Okay, I don't know about that, but there'll be trailers. Like, reveal trailers for games they're working on. Um, I think we might see Halo Infinite would be the only in-game thing we'd see if if that but that would be the only chance that'd be interesting because Um, if they would ever show us anything halo infinite related that means we've then seen what the next generation of games look like as well like in terms of graphics in terms of what they can do with games on the next gen sure sure i mean it's still a year and a half out when we get shown it but yeah we'll see some sort of because there's always that thing i remember when the 360 came out and then when the xbox one came out i remember that there's always that leap and i wonder what the leap is going to be like i feel like there's not so much of a leap you can make from to next gen i feel like we've hit this sort of 
how much better can you get with games? It'll more... Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Especially, I don't even have a fucking 4K TV, but I will have a 4K TV before these consoles come out. Yeah. Because I need to actually, you know... Yeah, There's no point now. I don't have. I don't. I have a day one Xbox One and PS4, so I don't yeah. have, um, fucking you know, 4K. Pros or Xs, mm, yeah. whatever they're called. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like I think there's a chance Fable gets a reveal trailer of some kind. I'm not 100 percent set on. It. I think they might just, because I don't. I'm not set on Fable Four, being a launch title either. To be honest. No, I don't think so either. I think it'll come. Um, so, so Fable Four might not get revealed until 2020 E3. There's a chance it does this E3, but I, I'm <clears> not <throat> hugely surprised if it doesn't. Mm. Uh, I give it like 30% chance it gets revealed this E3. Yeah. Whereas Halo Infinite, you have to show if you're announcing an Xbox. Halo Infinite's a launch title, 100%, and I think they're planned it being. I think after Halo Five did so abhorrently. Mm-hmm. I, I I think they were like, okay, we need to take time. And then I think as time went on, they're like, we need to take more time. You know what? Let's take even more time and just wait till the next console. Call yeah. an audible. Cause you, because if they released it and gave more time, there wouldn't be another Halo for another four years after that. And the consoles would have been out for two years again. And they made that mistake with Halo 5. Halo 5, they needed to launch Halo for the one and they didn't do it. And it, they, it fucked them. Yeah. And they're like, you have no choice because you have no other console seller. You don't have any other console seller. Gears of War is not a console seller. It's a console benefit if you already mm. have one. But you're not going to buy, you know, not many people, not mainstream. No, yeah. Gears it of has its fan base that would. It, it has its fan base that would, but not in a big way. <clears throat> Halo will. You have to have a Halo. You have no choice. Mm. Um, but you also need to have other big games coming some new and, you know, they, and they, last E3, they did exactly, they did so well last E3 in terms of going in the right direction, announcing all the new studios they've started, purchased and talked about, you know, get their focus on games. And it's like, yes, exactly. It's not rocket science. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that as, as well, like with, with um, I mean, with I mean, I think both, uh, like you said before, with the Xbox One, um, they had, I mean, it happened with both consoles. Both the PlayStation Four and the Xbox One had no launch titles. It was a fucking mess for both, to be honest. Um, yeah. And I think that that I think this year, not this year, you know what I mean, this generation, I think they'll remedy that. I think we'll get to see some big launch titles because you really need those. Because I, I don't it, think there's going to be that. I don't think Sony's going to have massive launch titles. I'm expecting... I don't think they'll have a. I don't think they'll have a Halo Infinite as a launch. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think Xbox One will have <clears> the superior <throat> launch library, but it won't be as deep. I think Sony will probably have more quality games in in abundance, whereas mm. so- Microsoft might have like Halo Infinite, one other big one, and then kind of just a few shit ones. But they, <laughs> you know what I mean? A few shit ones. But I think yeah. the most impressive, like, to look at on paper, you'll be like, oh, shit, you got Halo Infinite, and they've got, you know, something else. Yeah. I I'm think... sure they'll have a Forza game of some kind as well. Yeah, great. Can't wait. Uh, I think PlayStation, I feel like, I mean, I feel like Horizon 2 has got to be a launch title, right? What do you think? Do you... I, I think, think it's, so. a, I think it's a good chance. I think it ha- should be. I think, I think it should be. But will it be? I don't know. I think it's a good. I think there's a good to fair chance it is. And if Horizon Zero Dawn Two is, 
that's a competitor. Now we're talking, but I'm not 100% on that. I'm like, I reckon like there's a probably 60% chance it is. I think, but it might be just come out to be surely. What else are they going to do? It's the most, it's it's the most likely major one. I think they might have an Uncharted potentially. Maybe, but aren't Naughty Dog are working on The Last of Us? Do you think they'll be able to turn around a quick Uncharted game? I don't know. Yeah, similar to Lost Legacy, perhaps, or maybe, maybe, or maybe they'll launch a Last of Us sort of Lost Legacy thing, like a DLC, a big DLC. Yeah, you know what I mean. So something like that, like a side Naughty Dog game, is is ideal, I think, to launch with. I Mm. think. At the very least, have the Last of Us Part Two. You can call it remastered, the same way they did the first one. But I think that's the um, that's the move. Yeah. You have to have you. You need to put like Last of Us on the console, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it all it all depends. But yeah, I'd, it's tough to say, man. It's it's very tough to say. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with next gen. I'm looking forward to all of it. Um, it's it it feels. Uh, sometimes it feels like the Xbox One and PS4 just came out, but at the same time, it feels like they've been out forever and they've been the only consoles that have ever been out because if it, it's been yeah. a fucking long time. So I'm, I am looking forward to seeing what next gen brings because I want to see Microsoft compete. I want to see what games can, like how they can push games, um, and how all that turns out. It's going to be interesting. Um, it's always an exciting time. So that'll, that'll, that'll be great. Um, um, but yeah. Cause we're not seeing a God of War launch. You know what I mean? Like we're not seeing, there's so. no chance. No, no. Too too no soon. Chance. Too soon. I'd be very surprised. I don't want. I don't want to see it because yeah, it is, like you said, it's too yeah. soon. Yeah, too soon. That's only. It's, it'd only be two years. Um, well, it'd be a bit more than yes. two years. It'd be two and a half years or whatever. But assuming consoles launch at the end of 2020, which I'm sure they will, um, then yeah, if God of War three or God, God, what the fuck, if God of War two was to come out at the end of 2020, yeah, that'd be. It'd be nearly three years. But I think you should wait a bit longer. I think. I think we can wait. Give us Horizon. I think that would be a good launch title, especially since it's been so long since Horizon 1, uh, which was beginning of Has 2017. It been so, long? so if it's a yeah, launch Yeah, so title, the end of 2020, would... that's almost four years. You know what? That's a, years, you know, huh? I just thought it was like three, and I'm like, ah, three? I don't know about three, but um, four? You know what? That's probably a likely launch title then. That's probably maybe I'd give it like 80%. Yeah, I think I think it's uh, likely. Um, but other than that, I mean, I, maybe some new IPs. I don't know. I'm just... I'm confident in Sony, to be honest. I think they know what they're doing. I don't think they're panicking or anything. Um, oh, I think... certainly. They're certainly not panicking. No. Um, and I think Microsoft maybe stand the chance of sorting something out. Um, as long as they don't completely fuck Halo. But... Halo has to be good. That's literally... they like Unless they come out with a new IP that's a game changer, like Sony have been doing, mm-hmm. then, yeah, they're, they're kind of fucked. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, least, you know. we're just gonna have to wait and see. Wait and see what happens at a at E three this year. See what see what Microsoft talk about. Uh, hopefully, it's not just them going. Oh, look, here's Todd Howard with a shit game and his Game Pass. Hopefully, they do something that actually turns people's heads. Um, mm. But who knows? Probably not. Probably not. Probably yeah. Not. Um. Tell me about Metro. Tell me about Metro, because I've never That's played big. it, um, and you've been playing the whole franchise, yes. streaming it. Yes, I have. Had you ever ever played a Metro game before, no. like the last month? Never no, played it. So never. I didn't even know t- what so they okay. were. I had no idea. I yeah. went in completely so blind. So you've finished the whole franchise now? Uh, no, I still need to play it, finish Exodus. Oh, but you're on the, you know, you're on, on Exodus, Exodus, the yeah. current game, yeah, and that yeah. just came out. Yeah, it just came out. Now tell me, what the fuck is Metro? And uh, like have you enjoyed it like what's what the fuck okay yeah so 
essentially metro is a game that's set in what well, the first game is set in 2033 um and it's i think it's something like i think there was there was like a nuclear war in 2013 uh, which sort of like brought the world sort of ended the world and um everyone like the radiation was fucking everywhere and so in russia um uh like in and around moscow they regressed and went underground into the the metro system um and ended up building like camps underground so they could live under there and only coming up to the surface if they needed supplies and things like that um and the story is basically um you play as this guy called artyom who um lives in is he the main character in all the games he's the main character in all the games yeah um, oh, I love it already. I love just having the same protagonist. Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't same. happen. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> um, and uh, he lives in this in this one of these metro station camp things called Exhibition. Uh, and it gets attacked and uh, a bunch of people die. And one of his mates uh, gives him a little little necklace dog tag thing and says, go and find this guy in the main the main station called Polis, which is like the, the middle area where it's like the big main area where you've got all like the you know the, the 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 leaders of the the metro um and give them this message so they can come and help exhibition and everything um and that essentially sends you on your journey in the first game metro 2033 where you're going you have to navigate through all of the all of the tunnels sometimes coming up to the surface meeting different characters some who might betray you some will be your friends um fighting all these different like creatures that you meet along the way um it's some parts are like super creepy and like there's you know it's not they don't do like jump scares a lot but it's sort of just that the vibe is very eerie especially when you're on your own in these dark tunnels you have to sort of manage your equipment make sure that you're always is it as dark as rogue um ah maybe not quite as dark as rogue maybe not quite rogue Mm, is a darkest game top five darkest games i've ever played um oh yeah no obviously i just yeah, was like wondering because yeah, i'm like yeah, we're yeah. talking about a dark game i'm like yeah, we, okay yeah that's yeah. cool i just wanted to see close to rogue yeah. but um yeah and close you, fuck you, you, that's pretty fucking yeah, dark then, yeah man. yeah it is very that. dark yeah sometimes you need a torch in real life um <laughs> dude that's crazy yeah it is uh and, you, and so yeah you navigate through all these tunnels and stuff and that's basically the the story of the game propels you forward and it's, there's something about it i really love it and each game is like in keeping so you've got you know oh someone's saying places. in the chat no spoilers so like yeah uh, i'm not obviously i'm not going to spoil anything i'm just sort of talking about the setup of, of the general, the first general game. setup of the franchise um, yeah, yeah, so and, yeah, and yeah. you know um you've got in games you've got returning places returning characters and stuff like that obviously plays the same character and it just feels really fucking good um like like booting how up the second been, like how many games are there there's Metro Exodus is the third one. Oh, okay. I feel like it's been around for way longer. I feel like there's like 10 Metro games for some reason. No, there's only three. Uh, the first one came oh. out in 2010. Uh, okay. Last Light came out in 2013, and this one obviously just came out. Um, so it's been a pretty big gap. Did um, they do? They did a remaster collection recently then, because I was did, like, yeah. I feel like there was another Metro not that long ago, because my cousin plays them, and I was over, and he'd just gotten... Gotten yeah, the, they did. The they gen. did a remastered collection of of 2033 and Last Light. Uh, it's on Game Pass on Xbox. That's where I played it. Um, oh, nice! Look at that Game Pass. Good job, Xbox. Yeah, Game Pass is fucking good. The amount of games that are on there now is great. It's well worth the subscription I pay. I'm always like finding new games. They're always adding stuff, and I love it. It's fucking great. That's the one thing Xbox really has of a PlayStation is that that cat. Especially going into the next Pass. gen, it'll be huge for them yeah. having Game Pass. It's fucking awesome. I love it. Like that. Like fucking Forza Horizon came out. I don't have to fork out like fucking eighty dollars or whatever it was. I just got it on Game Pass. It was great. That's um, so good. Which is great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's where I played them, and I, I I love the Metro games. I think they're great. And I, Halo I love... Infinite will be on Game Pass yeah, too, like every yeah. Microsoft exclusive. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah. That's why it's so great. All the all the Microsoft exclusives come out, like you know, even the bad ones. 
Yeah. <laughs> all of them. Um, yeah, all of them. And, but yeah, I, I love Metro. I think it's great. I think that the tone is great. I think the characters are really interesting. The story is interesting. It's nothing... Like, it's nothing special where you're like, this is so amazing and there's all these twists and this is an incredibly written plot. It's just... But it's also not, like, shit either. Like, it's... There's something about it. It has a certain charm to it um, that I think a lot of games don't really have. That's really it really gets you invested in these characters, especially when they show up again. Like it, they're all in through all the games, and you get this, you get a sense of like relationship because you know these characters well, you know these locations well. It's nice to see everyone showing up um, and continuing on the story. And there's also like a, a subplot and overarching narrative of of other things that you learn as you go through the game that's really interesting as well. Um, that does throw twists into the mix. Um, and I think it's worth playing. I think everyone should play it. I think it's a great franchise that I don't know how I didn't know about it. And I don't think it's... I, I think it's popular, but I don't think it's What that type of popular. game is it? Like, it's not... Is it linear? Is it open world? Like, it's linear. It's just um, like Far Cry. Okay, it's linear. I like linear games. Yeah. So. The, the first two are linear, and the, but Metro Exodus is a bit more open um, in the sense that... So essentially, yeah. it starts off linear, and then it opens you up into this big open space where you've got a bunch of different locations you can just go around this open area you can it it, it works well with metro because uh, metro is all about managing your gear and making sure that you've got the best stuff and upgrading stuff and crafting um and making sure that you know you've got ammo and med packs and filters and repairing like your gas mask and stuff um and so going through this open world it feels like you're making progress it feels like when you go to a bandit camp or you go to like an area where there's like uh, some monsters that might have killed some guys when you're looting all this stuff you feel like okay i've got so much materials i can craft all this stuff i feel prepared for the next main mission and it all feels like it feels like it works it feels systemic it feels like I, it all fits together really well i feel like it weaves its way into the main story well and the main story missions themselves are good because i like the characters um, the gameplay is actually enjoyable. You get these big moments, um, and so I think in Exodus, um, I think it works well. Um, and so, yeah, that's great. But the first two are linear, um, and that was great as well. There's just there's something about it I really love. I've I've never loved being underground in horrible, grimy like environments so much in games. It's it's weird because they've done it so well. Like normally in games, when you're underground, you're in like sewers or you're in like an underground train station with like just a torch. When you finally get out to the surface again, you're so fucking relieved. You're like, oh, finally, I'm back up here again. But it's almost the other way around in Metro. When you get back underground, you feel safe and you're like, oh, thank God I'm back to, you know, the place that I'm familiar with rather than on the surface where everything's fucking terrifying. Um, I think that's done really well. I think that's probably very difficult to achieve as well. Um, And I think they did it really well. That's good. Uh, yeah. It's making me want to play it now. <laughs> they're really great it's games. They're not long either. They're, they're not long games. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and, yeah, they're great. I, I'd recommend everyone plays them. They're very good games. And I like them a lot. Nice. Lovely. That's lovely. <clears throat> I've been playing Far Cry New Dawn, as I said earlier in the podcast. Yeah. In fact, I'm playing it right now. Yeah. Um, so I got, a, I got a review code, like, probably the week before it came out for it. Mm-hmm. But I only probably played it for the first time... Monday, yeah. So like the weekend after it was out, like probably yeah, less than a week ago. Um, and I haven't played a Far Cry game, I must say, since four, and I didn't even finish four. Yeah, I didn't. Like I will four. finish this mainly because I want to make a review because that's you know make videos. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. So 
it's it's an interesting perspective maybe that I have on it because haven't played Far Cry. What was it called? The, what was that like? Uh, it's Far Cry Five, obviously. Primal? I missed, but Primal, that's the one. I, so I got a copy Primal. of that. Ubisoft gave me that. Did you? I'm what really did you, you think of Primal? Was <laughs> it, was it good? Fucking shit! It was yeah, so shit. Good. I played like two hours of it, and I it's so fucking boring. Far Cry used to be so fucking good. Far Cry 2, I loved. And Far Cry 3 was I love Far Cry phenomenal. 2. Far Cry 3, yeah, fu- fuck, that game is so good. Um, yeah. But, Far Cry 3 is amazing, and I love Far Cry 2. Yeah, I'm exactly yeah, the same boat um, as you. But Far Cry 4 and Primal and 5 are just... I don't know what... Did you play 5? Yes. Uh, you remember I bought I bought it twice. <laughs> What? What? Yeah, <laughs> this has become now, a thing. I... <laughs> yeah. And for the past three podcasts, four now, including this one, <laughs> I br- we've got the segment of James bringing up how he bought Far Cry Five twice, and Tyler being shocked. This <laughs> never. Me. That's how fucking retarded it is. Oh, this is great. Enough. I'll do it next podcast as well. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I bought it yeah. twice. Um, awful mistake. Terrible. I don't know why the fuck I did that. Um. And Far Cry 5 is shit as well. I don't care how many people say, oh, but this thing is good. I don't fucking care. The game is so fucking boring. See, I, I know nothing about 5. No, <clears throat> nothing about 5. It's so boring. Um, and, I, and I was thinking, right, so when I played 5, I was thinking, maybe it's because my view on games has changed. Maybe I don't like this sort of style of open world. So I was like, okay, I'll go back and play Far Cry 3. And I fucking loved it. So it's not the games. It's not the genre. It's not me. It's because they're shit. It's because Far Cry yeah. Five is just shit. That's 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 yeah. the issue. And and this is what I'll say about New Dawn. And ma- and again, I think I <clears throat> I'm not enjoying. Like it's I'm having n- fine. Like I'm listening to podcasts <laughs> while I play. It's something to play. It's the podcast that's good. Like I'm playing it right now. I've done story mission. I never do story missions when I'm on a podcast because I want to know. But I don't care. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's not what's even fun. The fun elements of this game are not story. This is like almost every Ubisoft game, abysmally written. Mm-hmm. The dialogue is abysmal. Mm-hmm. The characters suck. And it's, you know, that's not what this game is about. But this game also barely focuses on story at all. It puts you in the post-apocalyptic world in the same map, I guess, as 5. I don't know what the 5 map is, so I wouldn't know. I'm not an expert, but it's Hope County. So I assume it's the same sort oh, yeah, of map. It's it's set. It's the same exact same map because Far Cry New Dawn is set after Far Cry Five. It's a direct sequel to it, but it's after because yeah. the ending of Far Cry Five, I guess the canon ending is the the, the some nukes go off and fuck up. Oh, the really? Place. That's a canon. I didn't um, realize that was even the ending. Yeah, and I so this that's is where alternate New Dawn sort of picks up. No, it's canon, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what they're gonna do next if that's canon. Um, so I imagine I know why there's like characters clearly like in the side characters i'm like i'm like okay clearly this person was in five because they're kind of like you know what i mean classic ubisoft try to make you like point it out make it super obvious <laughs> hey you remember this guy he's memorable you do you remember this I mean? crazy like, guy with a minigun he's epic yeah. do you remember when he shot yeah. five trucks he was sick you love our games it's, buy it, all of them dude it's, it is kind of like that though like yeah. that's kind of yeah kind of what it does uh. um to be honest um god ubisoft don't yeah. make good games anymore i don't know what happened i they used to make great games now they yeah. just don't like, care yeah like it's it still has the same four liberations the that oh. um all the firecrafts have but way worse than three 
um, from memory. I don't remember four. Like, like it's just so easy. Like, there's no challenge to this whatsoever. Um, it tries to do, like, semi-RPG leveling. Semi. Mm -hmm. But, it's like, there's, like, three ranks. It's not like there's 50 levels, thank God. It's just, like, rank, there's a level one, there's level two, there's level three. That's it. And then I think there's, like, elite. That's it. Okay. Um, I've heard and when I'm you like, shoot people, they come, like, damage things come out of them. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, that comes out. Of course. It's okay. what, like, you don't Odyssey. even really, you kind of, it's whatever. You don't really notice Is it, it like, what do the numbers like, look like? Are they like Odyssey, where it's like 350,000 damage, and it's like, what's the point in that number? Yeah, what's no, it's relevance? more like, no, it's more like, like a headshot to like a grunt is like 200, and that's an insta-kill sort of thing. I mean, we also don't yeah, need yeah. damage icons for a Far Cry game. It's not an RPG, but okay, Ubisoft. Yeah. I guess it is. I guess every game is an RPG. You know what? Do you know what? You know what? Every every game should be an RPG because I think that The Witcher Three was really successful, and I think the reason for that wasn't because it was well written and a well made game. I think it's simply because it was an RPG, and RPGs are automatically good. So I think we should make every game an RPG. Good job, you. I agree. That's good. I agree with you. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah I totally. Guy in the chat said that the uh, Far Cry New Dawn is an expansion, not a sequel. But it, it's not an expansion. It's it is a sequel because it's a separate yeah. game. It's a it's new a, game. Yeah. It's not yeah. even an expansion. You can't. You can't like buy it for Far Cry Five and have it as an expansion. It's a, just a game. That's like it, saying Lost Legacy is, is an game. expansion. It's not. Yeah, it's a full game. Yeah, it, it is, is a full game. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's that long. I don't know. I'm not that far in. What's I'm doing mostly stuff. I don't know. I didn't buy it. Uh, you no, think I bought this? No, no, yeah. no, no. But let's. I'm gonna check because. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would never have bought. Like, I never in a million years would I have paid money for this game. I, I'm no, only playing not. it because I was given it. No, no. I and... might buy it twice right now, actually. Yeah, yeah, I, I would. I'd buy it twice. But, uh... uh... Let's see. Let me go to, like, Amazon so I can see the profit But I, th I think I think I don't hate the game because I haven't played Far Cry in so long. It's kind of like, oh, it's been a while since I've done okay. pointless... I'm looking at the price. You know Sorry to cut you off there. It's, it's like, yeah, no, it's right. half the price of a normal game. So it's it's a half okay. game. But it's, it's still not an expansion. It is a game. It's just, they... they at so least they recognise it's a small game. So... Uh, yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, yeah. What were we saying, anyways? Well, I mean, like, so you have this base or main headquarters called Prosperity, and it's um. That's epic. Bunch bunch of characters in it that obviously are from Five that run it and stuff that are familiar, and um. Can you upgrade the base? They. You upgrade the base, Can and you, you put go around the map. On it? No, I don't think so. Um, there's different oh. like like areas to it like there's the workbench infirmary explosive lab training i'm reading them off right now Ga okay. garage expeditions healing garden cartography so those are all things you individually upgrade by collecting ethanol from bases and then you upgrade the base itself fully by getting specialists so their story missions like where you go out find these people in the world do a mission for them they come back to prosperity um and they run the stuff and then you also need to get a certain amount of facility upgrades, which are all those things are listed off, and then you can upgrade the full base when you've done that. So that's kind of like how that works. That's pretty much the, the most of the game is like you need to upgrade this base. So you go around the map, do these story missions with people that are terribly written, and you take out um, like outposts and get ethanol, and then you go to just different locations. Like it is good in the sense of like you need a scavenge to make weapons, you need a scavenge to get upgrades, like you have to scavenge. So I literally just like look at them and be like, oh, there's some houses there. There will be shit there. So I'll just go there and just scavenge, kill some people, look around, scavenge the place and leave. Like that's the game pretty much. 
And that's the best thing the game does. That sounds awful. It's, you know what I mean? Like, it's not great. No, no way. But, like, it's pointless. So it's just, like, a game I can just play. I like getting achievements, and it's so easy to get achievements in this. So I just yeah. kind of, like, easily satisfied. So I'll just, I've just been listening to podcasts and listening to music and shit and doing that. Oh, and the story is just so inconsequential. Oh. inconsequential. I'm going to go up and see the bad guy, I think, of <clears throat> Far Cry 5 next. I think he's... Oh, jo- I think that's jo- like the, someone's seed. Jo- Joseph, Joseph Seed. seed. Oh, yeah. Seed. So, I, he, he's in it, so I'm going to see he's him shit. soon. So shit. Is he shit? shit like a hit... Yeah. They kind of they treat every him like villain, he's fucking Vass or something. Yeah, every villain you is. Know? They try to make fucking Vass from Far Cry Three. They do it every single fucking time. They're like, oh, let's make an insane guy that, that kills people really quickly and he's epic and and, and also scary. they fucked up Vass in Three anyway. Oh, I'll never oh, forget yeah, that. Oh yeah, they Such, did. The biggest fault <sighs> to fucking the whole game is the fact that they like. I know that Vass is the best part of this game and the main scary villain and he's amazing, but. Spoiler alert for Far Cry 3, by the way. Um, but, you know, he's not the main villain. There's another main villain that's shit. Hoyt. And we're going to kill Vass halfway through. Name. And then you've got to deal with Hoyt <laughs> next. <laughs> Who the fuck is Hoyt? What yeah, the he just shows fuck up is Literally inconsequential bitch of a villain. Uh, why? It's like sucks. And it's like, he's he's the real head honcho and Vass listens to him. What? Yeah. Why? Why did they do that? Yeah. That's the worst part. Like, who did that? Is, could have been one of the three. Could have been one of the all-time great games, but that fucked it. Oh, it's so fucking annoying. Why did they? You remind. I forgot that until you said it, and now I remember it. Oh. fuck. That sucks. Wait. Top five worst villains of all time. Yeah, Wait. yeah, I know. Imagine having like both the worst and best villain in <laughs> your game. Imagine oh, that. God. And you make the best one the like side honcho villain and you make the worst one like the main bad guy. That'd be like writing a Batman story and the whole thing you think like the Joker is the main villain, you're like, fuck, I love this guy. And then it turns out the main leader is like fucking Victor Zaz or something stupid. And he's controlling the Joker. That'd be fucking shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would be shit. So funny. That's hilarious. God. That's so hilarious. Wait, fuck me. And it has, but also Far Cry three and two, like they have memorable like set piece mission moments where like the like actual crazy shit happens. Like holy shit, that fucking yeah. is crazy. Also, all the characters are great in Far Cry three. I love true. The, yeah. Also, the main character is a character that's voiced. He has his story. I felt actually genuinely connected to him. I cared about all of his friends. That was all great. The environment was so fucking cool. It was all different and so interesting to explore. Like, oh man. And then it was it was just like, it felt like you were this guy stranded on this island. You really wanted to help your friends, but also like you felt like you were getting like becoming this badass as you went through the game as well because you started off as like this weak little fucking white boy from California or whatever. And then like, you know, you work your way up and become like this, you know, Super yeah, strong guy that can take on anyone. Um, and then I'll I tell you, oh, okay, lost that. okay. I'll tell you what. Speaking of like the character you're playing as, so you're like playing captain of security as your character in this, no voice or anything. Yeah, of course. I'll not. tell you what I love about it, and it's just this little thing. Everyone just calls you Cap. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone calls you Cap, and I'm kind of like. I like that. Like, that to me is, like, the best part of the whole game, to be honest. So, like, I love that every character's like, hey, Cap. Oh, thanks so much, Cap. I'm like, yeah, I'm Captain America. That's great. Yeah. That is great. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, boy. Like, that's the only part I, like, really like. Everything else sucks. Um, no, but, yeah. The, I mean, the story's nothing. It's a whatever. Yeah. 
I haven't really paid attention. The only like, mem- and, and honestly, the the it the mechanics of like the enemies suck so bad, like mm. so bad, man. Like they're not in- the enemies aren't intelligent, man. They're no. all stupid, and ev- they're easy to kill. And when you have these memorable set piece moments, like your base at one point gets attacked by a huge amount of things, should be an awesome moment. But the enemies are so dumb and cl- like it's so unimmersive. Yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's not. Sounds good. terrible. Oh, God, yeah, I'm glad just, I'm not playing that game. It's not a good game. I'm gonna finish this whole game just so I can do a review on it and say I did it. Okay. But, do you but yeah, battle? and I'm already th- and I'm I'm already this far, and I got no other game to play, so you know. Yeah, uh, fair enough, I guess. Um, someone in the chat also said the same guy said they did that with Batman Arkham Origins. Like when I talked about the Joker thing, he said the game was hyped up Black Mask as the villain. Nope, turned out to be the Joker. But that's good though. Oh yeah. It'd be, Sorry that the if it was the opposite, it'd be bad. If it was hyped to be the Joker and then nope, he dies and it's Black Mask. Like oh, no thanks. But the other way around, much better. When you think it's going to be this guy, and you're like this will be cool, and then you find out oh no, it's the Joker. You're like oh, that's a lot better. Great. Like if it was the other way around, it was like you know oh Hoyt is the main villain, then he's not. It'd be like oh yeah, that's nice. But no, they yeah. Hoyt. Okay. Hoyt. Yeah. Best character, sure. Ubisoft, good job. 10 out of 10, masterpiece. 10 out of 10, masterpiece. Brilliant. Exactly. Now you get it. Yeah. Now you're getting it. Nice one, Ubisoft. Nice one. Yeah. Um, Another thing that's been happening, there's a couple of Star Wars-related news things at the moment. Yes. Um, One of them is that um, Star Wars Episode Nine has officially wrapped, and mm-hmm. they... Who was a John Boyega tweeted out a set photo of him hugging um, his co-stars Daisy Ridley and uh, Oscar Isaac, Poe Dameron, and Ray. Mm-hmm. Do you want to get the photo up and put it on screen? Because oh, there's a I few things I want to talk about with this photo. Let to be me honest, find it. Uh, <clears throat> let me see here. Should have had this ready, but I didn't. You should have had this ready. I should have got I it up for you because I actually do have it ready. It. Oh, well, you could have linked it to me. Yeah, sorry, I've been distracted. I'm, I'm the, playing I'm the Far Cry New Dawn. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm too busy. I'm enjoying Far Cry. Hope you're having fun with that. Okay, I've yeah. got the picture here. How is it? Speaking before we move on, Far Cry Five outsold Odyssey, by the way. Yeah, that's embarrassing. <laughs> yes. Good fucking also, God. Yeah, I mean. I mean, imagine Far Cry is now the biggest seller, than a, bigger than Assassin's Creed. That's Good. hilarious. Good. Maybe they'll stop yeah, making I mean, them. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking funny. I hope so. Oh, yeah. They're like, yeah. oh, we don't need to worry about Assassin's Creed anymore. We can fucking Far Cry. Good stuff. That's yeah. true. Good stuff. Yeah, true. True. Uh, all right. I've got this. True. I've got this bloody tweet here. Um. Yeah. Okay. So John Boyega says... That's a wrap on Star Wars Episode Nine and the end to a chapter of my life that I couldn't be more thankful for. What a process. It really has been a joy to be in these movies surrounded by amazing people. JJ, thank you for making my dreams come true. And then you got a nice picture there. John Boyega, Daisy Ridley, and Oscar Isaac. Having a nice hug on a desert. Um, yes, here we go. This is where, yeah. Yeah. This is where I want to talk about this. Okay. So, um... About? So... Jakku, is that where we are? Uh, maybe. 
Could be. I think I think Ronjaku, also known as Daisy Ridley's hair, is an outfit looks to be Force Awakens ish. Oh, yeah. 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 Um that's her Force Awakens stuff. I have a feeling that JJ's doing us a solid here. And what when I say that I doing? mean well, why is if Ray's parents are no one and they're junk traders, why is Jakku of any importance in episode nine, and why is she dressed like it's back in the day? Hmm. I don't know. I think there's still relevance to Jakku because there's still relevance of what happened to her, and Ray's parents aren't no one. There's somebody, and JJ's going to fix it. Hmm. That's what I think. Obviously, Poe and, and Finn are in normal outfits. They're not in new outfits or anything like that, but... Yeah. Hmm. That is interesting. I didn't think about that. Yeah, you wouldn't, would no, you? No, I wouldn't. I'm not as not as epic as you are, to be honest. Yeah, we already knew that, though. Yeah. Well, you noticed it, so there you go. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're pretty quiet about this, Um. Yeah, um, I'm trying to get this image properly on screen. Give me a second. Yeah, you're doing a terrible job, by the way. Oh, I love to with this hair. Um, yeah, but... Uh, did it! Nailed you it. You did it. So what are, what, are, what are your thoughts, then? Like, what do you think? <clears throat> Am I wrong? Um, Maybe. So do you think a family is on Jakku? Uh, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying Jakku. Jakku's of importance. It might be flashbacks. Because there's relevance to what it means later, it could be um, there's something there is something there that has relevance to her and the future, or to her and her parents. I'm not saying her parents are there, but it's just like something's there that is like a clue to something. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm, that's possible. You know, because it does just because it's where they shot last. It doesn't mean Jack is the ending. No. You know what I mean? Like that, they that, that could have been. It could be the first half of the movie. It could be the first scene of the movie. But that's just what they shot in filming last. Like they don't shoot in order of the movie no. when they film the movie. They just shoot of what works location-wise. Yeah, maybe it is flashbacks though. Maybe potentially. Yeah, um, I think it is. Could be. Yeah, and maybe we're seeing. Yeah, or maybe. Maybe JJ's gone. You know what? Fuck all of it. We'll time travel back and make it so that nothing ever happened and the sequel trilogy didn't happen and Ray stays on Jakku and it wipes so he, he just he wipes his own movie from existence just so he can wipe the last Jedi from existence because he's a selfless bloke like that I think that's what, what a hero head cannoning what that, a to be hero. honest um, what a hero and that's the only reason they set up time it. travel in Rebels is so they I, could do this I know, yeah I know everybody's still just like oh it's gonna be shit I I don't think it's gonna be from shit. the moment Disney announced they fired that director. I'm like, I bet you. Um, I said this on the podcast. I said, I guarantee you JJ does the movie. Before they didn't even announce it, I told you. I said, I guarantee you JJ does this fucking movie. And like mm. two days later, they announced JJ as the director. And I said, I fucking knew it. I'm telling you, I believe this movie will be great. Oh, I'm going to take that quote when it comes I believe, I believe JJ Abrams will save Star Wars. I believe that is a it. Bold claim. I hope he does. 
we were talking about this a lot on the, I streamed Spider-Man the other day and we, we ended up talking about Star Wars a lot on stream. Um, I talked about a lot of things, but I do feel that JJ, he, what he said already, he wishes he, he wishes he'd done all three. Um, and then he obviously took the job for episode nine. I feel that he's got to know what he's doing. I feel like he's got to have a direction. He's got to have something that he wants to do. I think that he could, uh, he could end up saving the sequel trilogy and saving Star Wars and, you know, fixing everything and making it great. Not everything, because there's some issues that you really can't fix, but I feel that, I feel he could fix some major issues that we've, that we've got from these sequel movies, um, and hopefully makes everything feel worthwhile, pays off episode seven, whilst also making episode eight feel relevant and important, not just sort of this thing that happened, um, and hopefully, hopefully it's good. I really hope it is because I've missed Star Wars. It feels like it's been fucking ages since Episode Eight came out. Um, I am looking forward to Episode Nine now. To be honest, I feel like I'm ready for some more Star Wars. So, um, I hope JJ knows what he's doing. I have faith in him until I see it. Is not. I mean, good. he made Force Awakens, which is my favorite Star Wars movie. But yeah. I mean, it's it's my favorite for now until this movie comes out, and then it, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, it all depends on how it all ends of whether I. But I stand by it because I stand by J.J. Abrams. I thought he made a phenomenal movie that at the time everyone loved and people had their faults with it, but they were all excited for what was next because they loved what it set up. Yeah. Force Awakens made everyone talk about Star Wars positively. Like, good, oh my, yeah. what do you think is going to happen? The problem with Star Wars now isn't it's of what the execution of the answers to those questions, which weren't J.J. Abrams' answers. No. Somebody else's. Oh, fuck Ryan Johnson. The prick. No, I love him. No, I don't. Uh, I also don't think he's a prick, but don't make Star Wars movies. I, I fucking hate The Last Jedi because it makes me dislike The Force Awakens. Force Awakens. And I shouldn't. And it's a good movie. I just, it's just, I need episode nine. I need episode nine because I want to like To know for sure. Again. And so do I because I might not even like it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I might turn around and be like, I know I said Force Awakens is my favorite Star Wars movie, but it's fucking not. God, if JJ had done episode eight and episode nine, this could have been... A fucking amazing trilogy. I I hate that we have the last Jedi in there. I would I I I really hope that not only can JJ deliver on those original speculations and questions that he set up in Episode Seven, but I really hope that Episode Nine can do something to make Episode Eight not complete shit. I hope that it can do something because I talked about this on on the stream the other day. The the one of my major issues is the moment of Snoke being killed by Kylo at the time is like whoa that's fucking shocking i can't believe they did that that's yeah, crazy sure. yeah but yeah. you can't do that you can't set up a character to kill him and then have it go nowhere if they do something with that in episode nine and be like oh this is like you know it's not at, like what we thought completely whether they bring snoke back or they do something else with snoke like he had a plan in place something there then it's like okay that moment's actually good because in the moment you, it's really shocking and cool but that's not the end of that story it also enhances kylo's character but at the same time leads into episode nine because there was more to snoke than meets the eye sort of thing which makes it i think that evens everything out it makes the moment fine because it didn't just go to nowhere like it actually yes. has something that it evolves into and i think we we just we need episode nine to to round everything off because it's so open-ended and the last jedi fucks everything up but without with without that ending it does fuck everything up but maybe with episode nine you know it can it can bring everything together again and i i really hope that jj can do it i think he he loves star wars um and so Force ryan awakens johnson. was good yeah but ryan johnson is a cunt 
so he doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Johnson is a cunt, so he doesn't count. Um, JJ loves Star Wars in the right way. Um, Ryan Johnson, JJ loves Star Wars the way I love Star Wars, yeah, therefore... The way that everyone yeah. should like Star Wars. I don't know what Ryan Johnson's doing. I, I, I think more people dislike The Last Jedi than like The Last Jedi. Yeah, probably. I think yeah. that that's probably the Yeah, case. like you said, it's a well-designed movie if it was not Star Wars and it was just something else. Yeah, I mean, there's some major issues just objectively like the stuff on fucking Canto Bite, but... Um, yeah, for sure. But, you know, yeah, if it wasn't Star Wars, it could work. But I think that sometimes with Star Wars, the things that are predictable are probably better to stick with because it's what the fans want to see. It's what everyone's yeah. like, yeah, this is fucking Star Wars. I don't go to Star Wars to see some movie that's like changes my perspective of the franchise and like does something crazy. I'm like, just give me Star Wars. That's what I want to see. That's why The Force Awakens was great. But then it set up all those questions like, okay, this is really interesting. It's Star Wars and we, you know, it's going to go somewhere. This is really good stuff. Um, but The Last Jedi is just like, ah, fuck Star Wars. Let's make this this. And it's like, ah, no, I don't like it. But I am looking forward to episode nine, more than I was coming out of The Last Jedi. Because I, I was at a point where yeah. I was like, fuck Star Wars. I don't care about it. You I don't want to say that a couple of And then Solo yeah. came out, and it's like, yeah, that was fine. But, you know, it was, it was it's nothing. Fun. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun, but like, it wasn't, yeah. I, I need episode nine now. I really want it. I'm also really looking forward to what they do on Disney disney plus with their shows and stuff um speaking of i want to send you a link okay i want to send you a link to um some news that's come out so star wars news net is pretty reliable source like that's a main major star wars like reputable source that gets most of the information like that comes out of all these room speculation that's correct is actually from these guys like these are the hardcores these are the guys that are in on it so the report is that after Solo didn't do well, they canned this Obi-Wan movie. Now, the report is now oh, yes, they're going to make okay. Obi-Wan into a series on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, which we talked about um, before. As a, as w- would we like that to be a thing? Um, yes. And we both said uh, yes, because that's that, that, that would be great. Um, uh, so, yeah, I mean... Uh, wh- yes, but what, what do you want to talk about this? What, what are we... What are we... <laughs> What are we saying? Well, I'll, re- I'll read. I'll read you the article. So again, okay. Star Wars News Net. <laughs> All right, we've got it. Perhaps the most talked about and rumor fueled wish list item among Star Wars fans and media has been the Obi Wan Kenobi standalone project. Well, it sounds like your wish may finally come true, but not how you in not how we envisioned it. We were told that an Obi Wan Kenobi limited TV series is happening in the next top prior is is happening is the next top priority for the Disney plus streaming service. And that it could be as many as six episodes. The Kenobi project was initially supposed to be a film as had been reported several times over the last few years, but everything changed after the disappointing box office performance of solo, a star Wars story. We were told that the Kenobi film was actually supposed to start production shortly after solo premiered. And then everything changed. This certainly puts some much more clarity on that famous Bob Iger rethinking our approach statement from last year. This also may explain why Ewan McGregor was at the solo premiere as they may have expected an announcement for a Kenobi film to come soon thereafter. His stock, his stock replies to interview questions aside, Ewan McGregor has been on board with returning as Kenobi since day one. I'll be the first to admit I never would have imagined a Kenobi project being a TV series as I find it hard enough 
to fill a two-hour movie with what old Hermit Ben Kenobi would be doing during the time it was supposed to be in exile. But here we are. I've no doubt that they will give Kenobi the stage treatment he deserves. Could potentially be one of the first Star Wars projects since The Force Awakens that all fans can unite around, especially after hearing the script is great. So the rumors the script is great. So it keeps Mm -hmm. going for a while, but I'll just leave it there. So that was from John Hoey that is reporting that. Yeah. Um, So there's no confirmation whether or not an announcement of the series is imminent or that it will be announced at Star Wars Celebration, though it is in good standing that it would make sense that although there are many TV series rumors out there right now, we are told that one is happening and will go into production. We can get... Yeah, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I think the TV series probably works better, to be honest, uh, simply because a story of Obi-Wan on Tatooine on his own, uh, not doing a whole lot, um, I don't think that worked as well for mainstream movie audiences uh, because that's pretty much who you'd be marketing to if you're trying to make a movie. Uh, whereas when you're making TV shows, I think there's a lot more leeway because you can really make a show for the fans, as we've seen with Rebels and Clone Wars. Um, you know, the major the major audiences of Clone Wars and Rebels are not children watching it for, um, you know, th- that's not the major audience. It's, the, it's Star Wars fans, which is why they ended up actually tailoring it to Star Wars fans the further into those series you go. It starts off for kids, and then they realize, oh, our audience is not kids. Let's make this what we want to do. I think that if you go into it thinking with that mindset of, you know, if we make a TV show, especially on Disney+, Plus, we can make it for star wars fans i think they can do a lot more with it they can delve more into the lore they can do obi-wan justice it doesn't have to be surface level it can be deeper um you don't have to shoehorn in loads of action um you can really really make a great tv show based on this story more so than i think you can do a movie um because with a movie you've got to have you've got to have like the three-act structure you've got to have big epic action moments you've got to have the main conflict of the movie you've got to have that resolution um and it's also got to be suitable for mainstream audiences but if you're doing a tv show i think there's a lot more leeway to really work with the law and really work with uh, making a great story that star wars fans can appreciate so i'm if this is what they're doing and we we take this as as truth then i'm really looking forward to it yeah i just think I don't think, whether it was a movie or a TV show, I don't think you can go wrong in a lot of ways with a Ewan McGregor standalone Obi-Wan movie set after the events of Revenge of the Sith. I just think that's the... It's a it's a, it's a hole-in-one. It's a home run, man. Mm. Like, it's a three-point shot. It's, it's easy. It's easy because he's a character that everyone loves. He's probably, you know, he's top three most important characters in the history of Star Wars, Mm -hmm. as well as top three most popular. Plus, you've got the actor still alive to do it. You don't have, it's not Mark Hamill who's 80. You know what I mean? You can't do, you know what I mean? You've got Ewan McGregor, who is not only there, but at the age that Obi-Wan would be at the time. Mm. Yeah. So it just... It makes nothing but sense to do that movie. Make mm-hmm. it happen. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. And I, yeah, I, I've, I've always wanted an Obi Wan movie, and I think, yeah, like I said, I, I just feel that a TV show could probably do it better. Because imagine they made. I mean, Clone Wars is fucking brilliant, but imagine that were a movie. It wouldn't be nearly as good because it's aimed at mainstream audiences. I feel that you can always do better when you do it on a smaller scale, tailored to the people that you're making it for. Whereas movies are always like, we've got to reel in everyone. Um, but TV shows don't necessarily need to do that. Um, 
so I feel they can really focus on the best story possible um, and make it for Star Wars fans. And I think it could be really, especially Hugh McGregor playing Obi Wan again would be surreal to see um, because oh, it'd be it'd be brilliant. I you know I, I can't wait to see what they do uh, do with it. Like I, like I said before, like I can't wait to see what they do with all of the Disney Plus. Um, shows and movies or whatever the fuck they're doing um with all of these yeah. things because i think this could be what star wars needs it doesn't need the oversaturation of movies i think that you can do a lot with tv shows these days and i think it might work better yeah i agree i agree it, and yeah like tv shows and tv's better than film these days yeah like you know what i mean like they put as much money in it what netflix have been doing has been outstanding and I think that doing it with Star Wars, why the fuck wouldn't you? Yeah. And then Obi-Wan's the perfect, perfect character to do that with. Mm. And, you know, it just gives you more screen time because people, they were talking about an Obi-Wan trilogy of films. Well, it just makes six episodes. You know what I mean? That's six hours, presumably, of mm. Obi-Wan's story. You get a lot more detail. You get to really explore, you know, the Force... You get to really explore, you know, Obi-Wan and his mindset after Revenge of the Sith and just to be back in a Star Wars that everyone can kind of get behind, in a character everyone can get behind, in a performance everyone can get behind, in a story most likely everyone can get behind. And supposedly there's a script or at least I'd say, if they're saying a script, even though they haven't announced, I'd say it's probably a more of a general story outline Mm -hmm. and they're saying it's great, then, you know, maybe like what did, I think... um, was it like Nick, like Aftermath, said that John Wick, but Obi Wan, was like what he'd want to see from oh, if they did maybe. Obi-Wan movie. Maybe I, I wouldn't be totally mad at that, but also John Wick is not, it's not, it's kind of like a story for the sake of action, like let more than it, because I feel like if you're going to do an Obi Wan movie set on Tatooine. You can have elements of that where Obi-Wan is just being a fucking badass and he's fucking awesome fucking people up when he needs to. But at the same time, you can't have a whole TV series or a whole movie just that. It's like, what? Obi-Wan's more of a, like a sort of... I feel like there needs to be a lot more of like, you know, maybe him learning how to contact with Qui-Gon and, you know, learning learning things about the Force and like trying to settle with himself after he's just, you know, had this fight with Anakin and he's probably a bit torn up about it. Um, and things like that you can kind of balance the two to have this deep meaningful story personal story with a character that we all love and can connect with because we've had so many movies with him before um but at the same time also have you know the, you know there's plenty of cunts on tatooine have obi-wan you know do some fucking cool shit because he's still sort of he's not the old man that he is in a new hope yet so you can have those moments as well where he's just sort of Showing off that he's a fucking and and also you got to understand there's there's a and I've said this before there's a movie there for both Obi Wan and for Darth Vader in between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope they're two different characters Obi Wan at the end of Revenge of the Sith Darth Vader at the end of Revenge of the Sith is completely different to the characters of them we see in A New Hope Darth Vader goes from Mm. this guy that's still in love with Padme just kind of turned to the dark side has still this torn up part to being pure darkness pure evil there's a movie there there's a story there I've had my own ideas for a movie it's the only thing I've really wanted from Star Wars really is to see a movie like my dream would be to make a Star Wars movie and my dream would be to make this Darth Vader film yeah and I've had an idea for it for years for one you could do and he's my favourite character as well Anakin Darth Vader my favourite Star Wars character Mm-hmm. maybe Kylo Ren's fucking pretty close um, and 
with Obi-Wan, it's the same because at the end of Revenge of the Sith, you know, he, he tried to save Anakin, he couldn't. But, um, yeah, but you've got, um, fucking Padme saying, you know, there's still good in him and he's, you know, I'll look after Luke. But then in a new start of New Hope, it's he's more machine now than man, twisted mm-hmm. and evil. Like, what happened? Like, there's something more. Like, he, you know, last time he saw me cut him up, how'd he find out he was alive? How'd mm-hmm. he find out, you know, like, there's story there that involves Darth Vader. There's a. Yeah, I just I just think there's more to more to tell. Yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting as well in the Obi Wan show. Find Obi Wan finding out that Vader is still alive, finding out that he didn't kill Anakin. That'd be really interesting. Yeah, and I know we've and people say, well, Darth Vader didn't see him until A New Hope. The last time he saw him, I'm like, well, no, Darth Vader says there's a presence he hasn't felt in a long time. So perhaps he could feel the presence, but they don't run into each other. Like they don't actually see each other necessarily. Yeah. Or maybe it's just he hears about Darth Vader more than anything. You know what I mean? Like, um, like he he deals with Imperials and at Imperial bases. There's some Imperial villain in it, and that's kind of and he learns through that journey about Darth Vader. Yeah, potentially. Um, and other stories and things like that. That'd be really great. Like I think that definitely with a Vader movie or a Vader show or whatever they were to do. Um, I think that that would be very interesting to see because at the end of, of of Revenge of the Sith and, you know, way before A New Hope, it's not the Vader from A New Hope. It's Anakin in a suit. And I think Correct. it would be very interesting to see Anakin go from Anakin to Vader and see him. But that's a whole nother series or a whole nother movie. That's like, yeah, you can't do this I, in an Obi-Wan no, thing. No, you know what I mean? No, no. Um, but I would love to see that. I would love to see them them try to tackle that at some point in the future, potentially. Because you could because it's not going to have a happy outcome. You're going to see Anakin like plunge far, further and further into darkness. Um, no, yeah. And I've told you my idea before about and like I've seen ideas for it, like him going to Naboo and going yeah. into um, Padme's crypt and like through the whole movie, Pat, he sees Padme visions and he actually has a plan to overthrow the Emperor because of, he always hears Padme's voice. He always hears Padme's voice and he, then he starts to kind of figure out the truth. But and then in the end, when he goes to Naboo, the whole time Padme's voice is actually the Emperor in his head, and he's just mm-hmm. been playing mind games with 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 Darth. And when he finally goes to Naboo, because he's you know he's going around killing Master Jedi, hunting down Jedi and stuff and Force users, mm-hmm. he he goes to a crypt. And then instead of seeing her, you have this moment, this build-up of the Anakin Padme theme, that that love theme. That's one amazing piece of music. Yeah. And she's talking to him, and you know she's actually there physically rather than just the voice for the first time. And there's a point where she crosses over past the camera, and Darth Vader turns into Hayden Christensen to Anakin standing there, and like they're there in this moment. But then she starts saying shit to him, talking mad shit to him. Yeah. I can't believe you did this. You killed me. Um, you killed our children. Um, you're a monster, all this sort of shit. And then he gets to this point where he strikes her down. He pulls mm. out his lightsaber to strike oh, at her. Good. And that's where Padme... And then all of a sudden when he pulls out the lightsaber to strike at her, it's, it's Anakin doing like Hayden Christensen and Anakin doing it. But when you get the shot of he's fully turned around and, str- and struck her, she's not there. It's Darth Vader with his red lightsaber. And the music just dies. Oh, and it's silence. And in that moment... Anakin has killed Padme in his mind. But it was never Padme. It was the Emperor putting this force visions of Padme in his head. To mm. kill Padme. It was an it, so it makes the Emperor look amazing 
because he, he already does. You know what I mean? It's a classic Emperor yeah. move. We already know how amazing he is. And you see that transition of him going from, well, why does he stop loving Padme or why does he forget about it? Well, he killed Padme in his mind. He mm. kills Padme in his mind because of that. And then he quits the plan to overthrow the Emperor and whoever he was put in place to help him, he betrays. Similar to the way in Force Unleashed, um, you, he betrays um, whatever his name is, Starkiller. Yeah. Um, betrays him because he gets him to start the Rebel Alliance to overthrow the Emperor, but then he actually just turns on him and helps the Emperor. But it's it's like that game, but from Vader's perspective. But let's say he doesn't. Maybe maybe you do have it where they show him start the Rebel Alliance. He he he's a part of that, but he really it's just trapped. But I don't think he really need that as much as like he has other people there helping him, and he just turns on them and like he just massacres all them, and then. Maybe there's another Master Jedi he'd been talking to that he didn't kill or something. You know what I mean? Like maybe there's mm. something, some other character that is kind of on his side in this. But in the end, the battle's between him and Vader because Vader's on the Emperor side in the end of it all. Yeah. There's no Vader-Emperor battle. Um, that doesn't need to happen. And then you have this fully, completely dead Vader that thinks his children are dead. That thinks you know he killed you know what I mean like all this yeah. sort of shit. But that great. moment to me is the most important scene in Darth Vader is where he has to kill Padme in his mind, mm. and that's like the scene I always had in my head. Well, he has to be in that that Naboo crypt, um, and like you have that moment where you think, oh, he's back. It's it's Anakin and Padme together, but you know then it's just that twisted Emperor words of, you know, you killed me, you killed our children, blah, blah, blah. Once he strikes it, you're like, holy shit, he just fucking tried to kill Padme. Mm. That'd be fucking great, yeah. I'd be down for yeah. that. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's all I want. Yeah. Across the Stars is the song. Tyler, thank you. Snow. Yeah. No. Cheers. Yeah. Um, that's that the scene, great. bro. That is That's great. the fucking scene. Yeah, let's hope they get anyway. you to direct it. Uh, no, no, but it's my dream. My dream is to make the Darth... My dream would be to make a Darth Vader movie. The Darth Vader movie. Between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Would be to do that. I mean, you can make three, but I think you need one good one. You only really you need, need one, one good one. Span, you need span one the good time one. between. You could have... Two hours. Give me two hours. I will make a masterpiece. Yeah, that'd be great. You'll, you, you'll, see, you'll see Vader's castle on... Um, on fucking Mustafar. You'll see why it's there and it's like a punishment to himself. You know, for losing his battle. So he has to be there to meditate and kind of like be there as a mental punishment to build hatred to be where he was defeated by Obi-Wan. That'd be some Mm. good shit. The secrets that are there and... Mm. Mm. That'd be some good shit. I'm really upset that that's never going to happen. Yeah. Or maybe it will. Yeah. Wait and see. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. yeah, that's great shit. I mean, yeah, but back to the Obi Wan thing. That'll be cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that will be cool. I'm looking up. forward to it. But I do. Uh, but I still want to see a Darth Vader thing eventually as well. Yeah, I think you need to. People say you don't need to. We've seen plenty of Darth Vader. Fuck you. Darth Vader in Rogue One was so good, and all that told me was give me a movie with that. I want Obi Wan yeah. first. I want Obi Wan first because you can do Darth Vader anytime. You need to do Obi Wan now. Mm-hmm. It's a kind of suit. You can do Darth Vader fucking anytime. Um, but yeah, so yeah. get on it. Get on both. Those are the yeah, two I want to see. It. And then do just a fucking Kylo series after, please. A Kylo series. 
Yeah, the rise of Cut Ren. I don't know. Everything from the moment he left the temple is like the first scene of the show. Oh, that'd be interesting. Just a miniseries, like six episode miniseries, like they were doing at Obi Wan. Mm. And then the the la- the first scene is him leaving the temple, and then it's just everything that happens to him, and the ending is him. The first scene of Force Awakens, just do that. The Knights of Ran, what all that's about. The Knights of Ran. Him, yeah. him going to, through Vader's castle and Mustafar crypt, um, finding the helmet, shit like that. The Vader sort of exploration, his training, that shit. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be some cool shit. Yeah, it would be yeah. fucking cool. Yeah, you just proposed a question on mine, though. I do, I do really want to know how Kylo got his hands on that helmet. So do I. That'd be nice to know. know. Um, well, maybe it was in the Jedi Temple. Maybe Luke uh, had it. He stole it. Yeah, maybe he stole it. Yeah, the Jedi Temple. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that'll make Who knows? Sense. Yeah, and then he burned it all, killed everyone, and then he took some took some students with. Do you know? I I find that weird that he took some students with him when he destroyed the temple. Were there also some stu- like he told them? Luke just tried he took to students. Kill me. And they were like, yeah, yeah that, that sounds believable. We'll come with you. But, may- but maybe he'd already been, like, slowly kind of getting them on his side over time. Maybe. But powerful, Snoke obviously so. got to him. So maybe Snoke had gotten to a few of them in small ways. And then Kylo kind of, yeah. Yeah. Was like, oh, see, I knew this was happening. Maybe he had suspicions of Luke doing something. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not to tell you. Yeah, maybe. 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 But yeah, yeah that's Star Wars. Always oh, love talking about a bit Star of Star Wars. Wars. I'm glad you're more excited I'm now because you, yeah. you've been really boring to talk about Star Wars with you. Every time I bring it up, I'm like, no, nah, don't want to talk about it. Fucking yeah, hate Star Wars. I'm, I'm back like, into it. I'm liking it. Um, it's good. I'm looking forward to those it's shows, seeing what Disney's going to do, especially Clone Wars. That's going to be fun. Can't believe that. Yeah, I'm not going to watch that. But yeah. You cunt. You're like Ron yeah. Johnson. You don't count and you're a I cunt. just don't like fucking animations. Fucking, I, I'm not 12. Maker. I don't need to watch an animated fucking show. Fucking Kingdom Hearts is literally like It's a animated. video game. It's a so, fucking video game. Every right? video game is animated. You guys know you don't like animation? Yeah, exactly. That's my, that's you, my every whole time, Every time a cutscene comes on in a game, animated. are you like, not fuck this. Movies. It's animated. No, that's, no, no, that's not. My whole point is every video game is animated. It's a video game. What's the difference, though? What do you mean? What's Wait, so when you, when, you watch a, when you watch a Kingdom Hearts cutscene, yeah, you don't the get game. the same feeling as when you're watching, watching a scene from an animated movie. That's dumb. No. no. Your you're reasoning's you dumb. No, it, I don't well, get it. If the cutscenes were three and a half hours, then, um, yeah, I probably would be fucking bored with the cutscene. <laughs> yeah, but... But because it's not... And it's just a scene, and then I'm playing what the scene's about. It's not, is it? So it's a completely different thing. If animated movies that you play... Hate, and... I don't hate animated movies. I just don't... I find them boring. My attention span doesn't last that long with them. I just... They don't hold my attention. They're not as interesting to me to watch. That's really odd. This I'm... fucking Game of Thrones exists. Why the fuck would I be watching fucking Clone Wars? Get the fuck out of my face. That is so dumb, though, that it's like, oh, just because it's made in the computer it means it's but not as good. there's too many live-action shows. There's too many. I can't even finish live-action shows. I'm not then going to watch the, the types of shows that I get can't keep my attention. Uh, I love Simpsons. I love good. fucking South Park. I love Family Guy. I love all those animated shows. I can't even watch those. 
I just can't. Yeah, but, I not. Love, but I just can't sit through them. That's Don't really weird. Such a motherfucker. They're if you say like, anything. They're just comedy shows though like they're just sort of like a bit of a laugh in the background you don't need a lot of attention to watch fucking family guy you're just like i'll sit down for 25 minutes and have a laugh but clone wars is like good though you know it's like like serious i don't know i've always liked animated stuff i mean i prefer i prefer live action obviously but i don't have a problem with animation some of it can be a little bit better Whatever, dude. Whatever. Yeah. Um, Simpsons is just some comedy. Simpsons, Fuck you. Simpsons is better than Clone Wars. Y- yes, it is. Fuck off. It's a million times just Clone Wars. <laughs> it's Fuck off. Simpsons, you idiot. The Fucking Simpsons, it's not idiot. even funny. I'm done. <laughs> I'm fucking done. I can't do this podcast. I can't do this fucking podcast. Imagine the Simpsons liking is the Simpsons. Idiot. Oh, you mean the greatest cartoon of all time? What are the you greatest on? Comedy show of all time, The Simpsons. Oh uh, yeah, you mean like the Hook that Simps- still holds up? Are you? You're an idiot. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> it's The Simpsons. I don't like it. I, no. we, I swear we've had this conversation before. Did you just say? I just said dough. <laughs> Why are you little? You don't. Uh, who are you? Who doesn't like The Simpsons? I don't like The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. It's not my type of humor. I don't know. It's never. It's never done anything for me. Don't know why couldn't tell you. Oh, I fucking hate you. Civil War. Team Simpsons or Team Not The Simpsons. Yeah, you're gonna lose that one. We'll see. It'd be like, if that was the argument Let between me... Steve and Tony, which you're obviously Tony. <laughs> team The Simpsons. You would I'm have no it. one on your side except maybe Vision, because he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> well, logically speaking, The Simpsons would have a fuck-off Vision. Glad you're dead. <laughs> fuck. Shit, character. Hang on, Why are you tweet. so out in um, one movie and then so average every other movie? It doesn't make sense. I'm gonna. I'm doing a tweet. Team The Simpsons. Team Not The Simpsons. Hang on. There we go. I'm gonna do a poll now. I'm gonna post it. Everyone go to my Twitter. Hashtag Kill Connor Club Civil War. Which team are you? Team The Simpsons or Team Not The Simpsons? That's the poll that you all have to participate in, and we'll see which team wins. <laughs> um, great. I'll read that poll at the end of the podcast if I can remember um, that we did it. Uh, yeah. Actually, talking about the podcast, what what else we got? What else have we got? I mean, we've got some things. Some things. Um, Captain Marvel is coming out. It'll be out by the time yeah. we do the next Kill Connor Club. And it there's already been out. some reviews out of it. And oh, yeah. people have, people have seen it. But also, right, with re- with Pretty... reviews okay, for Captain cynic. Marvel, um, it's the same as, you know, Wonder Woman, Black Panther. You get a, a lot of them are just people. I tend to not look at a lot of them, unless it's someone that I like as a critic. Because a lot of them are... Oh yeah, well she's female, so 
of course it's good. Um, I said saying with a bit of a grain of salt because people because you you see it and they're like, oh, this movie's great. There's this and this and this, and then it ends with and it empowers women and all this, and it's like, can we just get them? Like, d- does it though? I, I I really don't like this. I really don't like it. Can we just talk? Yeah. Like, I don't know how far I can trust your opinion because you said the same thing about Wonder Woman, and I see I saw Wonder Woman, and it's not that good. So what are we talking about? How like what are we? How am I meant to judge this? Uh, Black Panther also. Yeah. I don't know why that's up for an Oscar or whatever it fucking was. It's not that yeah. good. It's good. Yeah. It's not that good. It is. Though. It is. Re- it's really good. Um, is it really good though? I mean, it's. I'd it's, say it's really good. It's as a, a really as good a Marvel, not... it's one of the better Marvel movies. But in terms of just overall movies, it's not that good. Like it's sure. it's, a, it's a very good superhero movie. But it's not Very like, good, you yeah. know, that good that it's like, whoa, this is a game changer, wow. I mean, yeah, like, it's not an Oscar well, movie. I agree with you completely. Night. I just mean, like, no, 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 I'm close. Not even close. It's good, though. It's good, though. It's, one of the, one of it's the not even much Infinity better. War. It's one of the much better origin stories. Um, yeah, it's, not, it's not even really an origin story, though, is it? Because, I mean, kind of is. But he's already Black Panther. He was in Civil War, but that's not even the point. Um, I don't know. I, don't I, I think Captain Marvel will be good. Um... I don't think it'll be that good, as people are saying, but I think it'll be good because I think Marvel know what they're fucking doing. Um, and although they market some of their movies on the premise of you know what'll 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 you know v- you know virtue signaling, the movies don't actually contain any of that. Like Black Panther didn't. They might like a lot of the marketing. They sort of rode this wave that had already been created for them of you know you know oh it's really important for black people and all this stuff and they wrote that they're doing the same with captain marvel but i don't think they base their movies on that and so i don't think that like for anyone that's saying like the, the you know the reason captain marvel is did, like is made or captain marvel is going to contain all of this virtue signaling for social justice warriors and disney and fucking social justice warriors and all this maybe they are i don't know but that's not the point because i don't think their movies really contain any of that i think their movies focus more on being good movies than anything else, and so I think Captain Marvel will be, will be a good time. Um, but I don't know. Endgame's coming out, so I don't really care either. Yeah, that's I true. Know. I feel like we've already talked about this. I don't really know what else to say. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say either. Um, You're looking forward to Captain Marvel. You're looking forward to the cat in Captain Marvel. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing. Supposedly, it has a lot of good references to like the MCU, and it really can, is feels connected. And the the review I saw that sounded good was like, it's not like the marketing. Mm-hmm. Like, as in, what's like? Oh, the marketing didn't really give away the movie, or even what the movie's about, or even the vibe of the movie. Because I haven't really liked the marketing; it hasn't made me excited for the movie. It's very odd. But then, yeah, but they're saying like, no, it's like a space movie, like you know, a Thor and a. Um, guardians like it's full on it's a space marvel movie that's and i was good. like good I'm, I'm 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 glad like that's what i yeah want it to be so, i hope i so like uh, uh carol danvers as a character i hope i like her um yeah i there's... tend to like all marvel characters so i i think they know what they're doing and you've obviously got a great supporting cast as well so i think it'll be pretty good i think it'll be a really good time um to you know a good good opening to the year of marvel movies yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm not like overly excited because it's just Endgame's coming out, but you know, it's there. Yeah, That's Endgame and then Spider Man. And so, yeah, you've got Captain Marvel, I guess. But maybe it'll blow us away because our expectations are so low. Um, 
Yeah, my expectations are pretty much nothing, but it, I guess it'll be good. So, I think if it does anything better than good, then I'll love it. Probably, yeah, and probably. I'll, and I'll say it's my favorite Marvel movie for a week, and then change my mind and say it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah you will do that. That's probably. probably true. Pretty yeah, true. That's true. Pretty accurate. Yeah, probably, probably. Um. Yeah, but there's there's not too much. I mean, if you wanted to talk about Assassin's Creed Three Remastered, I don't particularly. I do. Um, no, I don't. Do you? God damn it! You freak me the fuck out for a second, dude. Sorry. AC Three was... follower here. Hey guys. Hey it's guys. The AC Three follower here. I just want to thank you all for hundred yeah. subscribers. Hopefully, I can hit a thousand before. Assassin's Creed 3 comes out and I'll give away a copy uh, of it. I, do you know what? I don't like that you know my videos <laughs> from seven years ago better than I do. I was watching I it the other like day. That. I don't, um, and I don't like that. I don't like that you do that <laughs> either. I don't like that. It's like me and Billy. We're the only two. We go back and watch all your old videos all the time. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. Well, AC3 remastered. Did we not, have we not talked about this already? No, because last time we did Kill Connor Club, it was pre-recorded. We're like, oh, hopefully no yeah. AC news comes out. Do we, and like, what do you think suck. of AC3? Um, you are the AC3 follower. I'd like to know your thoughts on AC3. True. This is crazy. I mean, I, I hate I hate AC3. And um, this looks... <laughs> Thanks, AC3 like follower. Shit. Um, <laughs> back to the studio. That was great. Back to the studio. Yeah. Wait, uh, are you going to yeah. play it? No. No, no, no. Fuck no. No. I mean, unless I stream it drunk then no i'm doing that yeah maybe yeah i don't know, I don't um, know bro. i'm excited i don't really want to i'm not actually excited yeah well i mean i'm excited to stream it because i fucking love streaming um and i think it'll be funny um we did consider doing some like i was talking to everyone on discord and i was like how can we make this interesting and everyone was like every time connor says a meme you take a shot of something and then i calculated how many shots i would take and i'd be dead so um it was enough to like kill a fucking bear uh, so maybe I won't do that, but you know, maybe we'll do something interesting while I stream the whole thing, um, and we can have a laugh. I'm excited for that stream, but uh, in terms of a remaster, it's sort of uh, the same thing with worse character models, and they put a lot of lens flares and god rays, and that's about it. Um, so to anyone that's saying, "Oh wow, this game! Wow, they really improved it," they didn't. They didn't really improve it at all, actually. Um, looks worse if anything just with some nice bloom effects uh and it will run in 4k i assume but uh whatever i don't care yeah whatever bro um there's some movie trailers frozen 2 had a trailer don't care about that yeah, Aladdin oh, had no, a movie okay trailer. stop right there no we're talking about frozen 2 for a little bit okay for at least okay. uh, half the podcast we it looked great yeah. i'm looking forward to it yeah sure it looked great. Yep. Sorry for talking about it. Okay, let's move on. What What else? That was my Frozen 2 talk. That was your Frozen 2 talk? It looks yeah. great. What else? Aladdin. Um, Aladdin had a trailer. What did you take to that? Oh, wow. <laughs> Imagine that being Genie. Imagine <sighs> just Will Smith Blue is the Genie. Imagine it just being Will Smith being Will Smith, but blue. Ah, uh, they wouldn't do that. Not a million Imagine years. Imagine they'd never do Genie that. It's Disney in a live-action Aladdin being just Will Smith, but blue. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Oh, God. I, yeah, uh, look, from the beginning, from first when the first trailer came out, I was like, yeah, it looks interesting, but also the it, mm, the cinematography is, is, from the beginning I thought was a bit off uh, in terms of the way they were framing things, the colour palette and everything. Uh, music was cool, but uh, weird. Also, casting, really fucking weird. Jafar looks weird. Uh, oh, Jafar shit it looks nothing like jafar looks like a generic assassin's creed villain and not um, intimidating not not you know not at all just, not- just this little bloody guy with a tiny fucking shit beard he's just he's just middle eastern that's all he is and that's it um yeah that's it he's not got jafar got- he's just disney were like oh he's a middle eastern man that'll do he can be Jafar. It doesn't look anything he's like Jafar. Man. <laughs> oh god! It, it genie looked utterly ridiculous. This movie, I can't believe it's coming out. I can't believe this is a thing Disney. Are, this is Disney. The Aladdin girl looked okay. Jasmine looked okay. Other than that, oh my no. god! And just the when you compare some of the shots of like the Cave of Wonders and like where Aladdin goes to pick up the lamp and stuff to the original movie the original movie looks so colorful and like the way that the everything like i know it's animated so you can do better with that but like jesus the the this new movie just looks fucking gray and blue and it's like can we just put some gold in there some orange like that's what aladdin looked like those nighttime scenes all the bright lights and everything and like all of the gold and stuff like what the fuck is this movie this is going to be so bad i God, I it looks like a fan-made little, like, fucking movie. It reminds me of that fan-made Sonic movie that came out in, like, 2011. It looks... Oh, God, it looks appalling. I don't... I don't want to see it, to be honest. But I might do. For the laughs. For the laughs. For We'll do a cinema room yes, on it or something. Let's do it. Oh, that'll be brilliant. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for that. That's a good excuse to watch shit movies. It's like, well, yes. we'll do a podcast on it and talk shit about it. Yeah, I can't wait. That's gonna be fun. Yeah. I had Harlan say he's, he's Harlan's been waiting. Harlan actually listens to the podcast for some reason. Um, yeah, but this is my brother, by the way. People don't know. He no. listens to my podcast because he doesn't hear me talk enough. Um, and he goes, "Where's the spoiler cast, bro?" I'm like, "Fuck it, put it out like a week ago, man." Yeah, not on Patreon, I'm free. I'm like, "Yeah, it's out a week ago." What? And then he showed me. He's like, "It's not up on iTunes." I'm like, "That's Kill Connor Club, man. Got another podcast." He's like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> fucking idiot." idiot fuck he'll listen to this too Uh, got him got him uh anywho there's not really that much there's not that much we've kind of smashed through everything yeah that's that's the list let me look at the list because i have it i love when i have the list and i can see the list yeah yeah i I don't i don't like it you missed the most important one tyler well no i didn't yeah you did the most important one what was the one with your video Uh, oh no i crossed that out because that was only if brett was on you fuck I can yeah, be it's on. On No, I'm good. You ruined it. I'm sorry. Shame. <laughs> you ruined Brett. What the fuck do you write threes like that for? That's so weird. What do you is mean? That, is that oh, how you normally I, write no, threes, or is no, that just not, fucked? No, that's just it was just it was just fucked. I don't normally write threes. Like, yeah, 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 that's yeah, the that's weirdest fucked. thing I've ever seen. It was like a musical note yeah. or something. I didn't even notice. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> so but when weird. I look at it, I'm like, that is a weird three. That's I just fucked that. Don't worry. It was a rush. Watch Dogs yeah, Three this year. Yeah, okay, we won't talk about that then. Yeah. I hate that you read that out. It was only because Brett was on. I'm like, if Brett's on, we have to talk about Watch Dogs because he'll want to talk about Watch Dogs. Uh, yeah, we don't want to. Yeah. No, we don't. Yeah, true. That no, was for Brett. That makes a lot more sense. I was wondering why that was on the list. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. That was literally the only reason. I was, so I was like, list. "Is there something I don't?" That's know? That's why I don't give you the list because you then read that out. <laughs> I don't like that you did that. I, I love don't like having that you the did list. That. It's great. I decide whether we read out the list, and sometimes I leave shit on the list. James. Sometimes I write a list and I don't go through everything because I'm like, one, we've had enough time. We don't need to. <laughs> Two, you know what? Second thought, shit topic. We not really need to talk about that in the flow of the show. Not gonna happen. Yeah, I also but you it, just read that out. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I've exposed. And as a Brett list, and I said to you as a Brett list, there's also like Brett's birthday. Oh, you want to talk about Brett, that? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, fuck <laughs> you. Do you want to talk about Brett's birthday? <laughs> <laughs> there's other it things. It was Luma's as well. birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Luma. He's not. Shout listening out to, to Luma. This. No, he's not. But maybe no. someone will tell him we said it. We yeah. love you, Luma. I You're the best. Him. I tweeted him. Um, Darby yeah, followed me on Twitter. He did finally. Everyone? He's followed us both now. He's followed oh us both. Oh my god! Now. He unfollowed Ethan though. Did he? Yeah, that's what Ethan said. He said Darby followed me for a bit, and then he unfollowed me. And I don't know why. Hold on. Uh, Does he still follow me? Has he unfollowed could me? Could you imagine if he unfollowed both of you to follow me? No, he follows me. He's Thank still god. Following. Oh, no, I think Darby's he's trying him. to tell us something. He's like, guys, oh, Kill Connor Club. He I'm wants to finally viewer. come on Darby, Kill Darby, Club. Darby, if you're listening to this, if you're a fan, give me a message or something. You can message me at yeah. like 1 o'clock in the morning and say, like, you up or something like that. Wouldn't be my first time. Yeah. Thanks, Darby. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> we love you. Love you, Luma. Um, love you, Darby. Yeah. We love you, Brett. Happy birthday for, yeah, to Brett, you, Brett for when that was. Yeah. Um, the other week. And also, I had something to talk about with Brett's birthday. That's what was on the list. It wasn't just, yeah, it was Brett's birthday. Like, I actually had something to say to him, but I forget. I don't Happy even remember. Birthday. It doesn't matter now because it's not your birthday on the podcast because you, you ruined it. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. It was the, the only time in like five years I've done that. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's the first time, it was the only time, never again. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't know. But I'll tell you what, I'm seeing, I told you this, I'm seeing Jordan Peterson on oh, Thursday. Yeah, he did. He's touring Australia. Oh, that's great. Got tickets, seeing the Lobster Man, I can't fucking <laughs> wait. The Lobster Man? So what? You, you don't know the, in his book... Like, he uses lots of lobster oh, no, references. It's become like a... It's kind of a meme. Oh, I didn't know that. That's great. Yeah, Good. yeah. Good. All right. Well, enjoy that. Let us know what that's like yeah. when you do it. Uh, that'll probably, yeah, that'll probably be Clubhouse, won't it? You'll talk about that? Yeah, Clubhouse. Maybe not on Clubhouse. Well, maybe. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, oh, yeah, Clubhouse is Clubhouse. good, though, because it's all personal. And can be, oh, Clubhouse is great. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can talk about that on podcast. Oh yeah, I'll talk about that on Clubhouse. Yeah. yeah so if everyone yeah. wants to hear that, and everyone wants to hear more epicness, you can go to Patreon and do that. Yeah. Quick plug there. Yeah. For everyone. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's it for the listen. We can wrap oh, up this motherfucker okay. up. Well, that could have been a great segue, if I'd have yeah. known that's what we were doing. Okay. Well, <laughs> thanks everybody very much for joining us for episode ninety-four of the Kill Connor Club podcast. Getting super close now episode 100 which we still don't have prepared but um i shouldn't have told you that uh we've got it it's yeah gonna be great. We, anyway. we don't have anything prepared no we have some ideas <laughs> i mean I've just guess if we want on but yeah yeah it'd be great uh i'm sure anyways uh that's it for episode 94 anyways we'll see you in two weeks time for episode 95 uh i don't know whether we'll have a guest or not will we Tr- let's try to get someone on. Hopefully, we'll try, someone on. We'll try our best. Uh, people keep t- people keep telling me to get Robin Gaming on. Maybe we should try and 
do something with that um, at some point. Uh, anyway, that's that's that. Uh, straight away now, because I've decided what I'm going to do is I, I normally schedule uh, Cinema Room on Patreon that comes out today for like 3pm UK time. But what I've decided to start doing is as soon as I end this, I'll just make it public on Patreon. So if you want to go and listen to the newest episode of the Cinema Room podcast, which comes out at a week early, which is today over on patreon.com forward slash as always you can do uh, and it's on inglorious bastards which is a great uh, great spoiler cast that we've done and i think it's really good uh, on top of that obviously if you're not already a sweet vintage lad you can get access to uh, a bunch of of clubhouses which comes out every week the kill connor club isn't on and that's exclusive to patreon and they're bloody great so i'd really recommend those can't speak highly enough of them and it's not just because i get money for you listening to them it's because they're actually really great and i would recommend them uh, and to thank a few of you sweet vintage lads we have here we've obviously got our patreon producers with seth king rush of the third and josh de Valier. um but to thank all of you uh we have the whole list uh okay let's go uh we've got seth king rush of the third ballsack 47 josh de Valier, damien bill the team title captain robertson t-man or travis casey wood tony the Ar- the tarbiters pasty dinas fuck Adam Sundling, Alfie Rousel, Smexy Dork, Lumistrad, Mario5380, Viridian, Aaron Wynn, Ollie the Dane, Brendan or BQ Overlord, Ravjai, Julie, Prudvi Mover, Oscar, Benedict Parker Returns, James and Lad, Connor DeRose, Bull in the Alley, Gene, Son of a Bitch, OG Doggo, Goddammit Glenn, Furious Coco, The ACMJS, Delta R. Rodriguez, Kyle, S. Jaws, Kyle Marvel, Marcus Blackburn, Emil Catborg, Joshua Mora, David Bindis, Slater is Grub, uh, Bo Damon, Lamp, Yazen, Joe the Sex Boy Smith, Elsico91, HBots12, I got Lumbago, The Real Joraptor, Alfie Robert, Brian Ford, Shields, Big Man Assassin, Fiji, Andrew Martinez, and Pinkflame313. Thank you all so much for your continued support. And like I said, just a dollar or potentially more for extra rewards over on patreon.com forward slash as always. It supports both of us in creating not just these podcasts, but our own content and expanding on all of those things. And you get some great stuff as well. So consider checking that out. It'll really help us out. And we'd appreciate it. But that's it for this episode of Kill Connor Club. Is there anything else you want to say, Mr. Tynamite? No, I'm all I'm all set. Thanks so much for the support, as always, on Patreon. It's been going so good. Yes. And um, I look forward to um, Cinema Room coming out right now on Patreon. Cinema yeah, right Room now. next week for everybody. And, of course, Clubhouse, my, um, you know, secret little favorite baby. Yeah. Um, yeah, love it. But uh, yeah, no, that's it for me. I'm uh, just see you all next week. I've got Kingdom Hearts 3 review coming out this week and maybe something else at the end of the week, hopefully, uh, as well. So yeah. Great. Sick and sick. Thanks for watching and as well, like the stream while we're here before we wrap up. Um, rate us on SoundCloud, iTunes, everywhere, Spotify. Give us the likes. Yeah, do Five star ratings only on iTunes, please. And uh, we'll see you all next time for episode 95 we will indeed nice goodbye gamers see you later on enjoy cinema room goodbye bye